When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance, which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all stages situations. The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe eagle-making, green-jacketing golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just €15. Search Now TV today. Content streamed via the internet, full terms at nowtv.com. Your show will go live in five seconds. Four, three, two. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all stages or situations. One. Some people see a dumpster fire and do nothing but watch the spectacle. Some are too scared to face the danger, or they think it will benefit them if they just let it keep on burning. Others shrug and say, oh, all this talk of a dumpster fire, it's just fake news. There is an inferno raging. Have we started the fire? Yes. The fire rises. It Get is the water there, fire. you there. We need somebody to put it out. What up? It's showtime. And it goes a little something like this. The tether of off, we're gonna tether of off the mother sucker. Tether of off the sucker. We Yeah, 
what you want to be when you grow up. In a world where fantasy shows suck, here's one that doesn't suck as much. Falcon Fantasy with Luigi Curto. Not even the gale force winds that we are experiencing right now in the city of Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love, which is under attack by a murderer on the loose at the moment, can take out the flames or extinguish the fire that rages loudly and proudly here each and every single Tuesday, now Wednesday night here from Moonshine. Welcome to Funkin' Fantasy. I'm your host, Luigi Curto, and uh, it's a little weird seeing me here on a Tuesday, on a Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. We got bumped up to the big seat tonight uh, because, unfortunately, Tony and Robin are away on a personal matter. We'll be back tomorrow for the Tony Bruno Show live at 7 p.m. We're going to be down in the, uh, in the wine cellar. Haven't been there in a while. I'm down in the wine cellar in a while. And uh, for people that are just joining us today, uh, for the first time, you may be seeing a new face right now to my left. And you may remember him as Joe the Policeman from the What's Going Down episode of That's My Mama. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to put your hands together for Mayor Fair's own, Mr. Carl Miranda. Who the fuck is that guy? That's my good buddy, Carl. You, must, you might remember him as uh, Luigi's trainee on Twitter. I like to forget him. All right. But he's here tonight. He's co-piloting with me. Every other co-pilot I have for this show was off. Everyone's got something else to do. Now, Carl, you want to pull that microphone close to you, people? Because that's, that's the way we do it. There, there you is, go. There it is. There you go. Now, Joe Quillen's in the house. He's, he's, he's been waiting to pinch hit for a while. But I had you on deck. He's going to be joining us for a little bit, too. I'm going to let him chime in. And we got a lot of stuff to get into. we got the coaching carousel in the NFL. I'm going to break down some of the new hires and fires and go into um, a little bit of history with one of these coaches, uh, with one of these franchises coaches. And then it's also Luigi versus listeners fantasy showdown tonight. And in respect of all the coaching changes that are going on in the NFL, we're going to be doing fictional coaches in movies and TV. All right. The first pick has already been made. The official Jason Nemiroff pick has been made. And uh, I'll announce that in a little bit. We also got to get to my, um, my fantasy stuff from over the weekend for people still playing fantasy. There's Plenty of fancy football going on for the, uh, the NFL playoffs. And also for daily fancy sports, which, you know, Carl is a cash cow Absolutely. nationwide. Okay? Got to get right in that microphone, buddy. Don't be afraid. Sorry of, about that. All right? Don't, don't act like it's a sausage sandwich or something. Get right up on there, okay? Well, I'd be right up on it at that. Of course you would, judging by the size of you. No, I'm kidding. I hear you. It's been a while since I've seen you, man. I we got, uh, I got odds to get into. I got a playoff look ahead for the divisional, the divisional matchups coming up this weekend. And... Some of the things that I found may shock you a little bit because I may be going a little bit different than the people in Vegas are doing. All right, I'm going to go a little ballsy this weekend, and we'll get into that a little bit later on. So, speaking of balls, let's get into uh, let's get into the meat and potatoes of this. Let's get into the MVPs and SOBs from last week. All right, MVPs: Marlon return of the MAC at Houston. He had 24 carries for 148 yards and a touchdown, two receptions for six yards, 23.4 points. Andrew Luck, 19 to 32 for 222 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, eight carries, 29 yards. 25.9 points. And Kiki Kuti. That's so fun to say, isn't it? 
uh, for the Houston Texans, 11 receptions, 110 yards, one touchdown, 27 points. It is freaking warm in here, man. Is anyone else feeling like the, 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 the inferno burning behind you? Are you hot? Is everyone else in here hot? I made it 77 degrees, but it was only 15 degrees. I was like, the door was open and the wind was blowing. Joe, can you do me a favor? Can you hit the thermostat for me, please? I appreciate that. Just ease that on out and, like, you know. Charge you for the gas bill here. We get free gas around here, buddy. We live well. As you can see, we're drinking club soda over here. <laughs> Russell Wilson at Dallas, 18 out of 27, 233 yards and a touchdown, three rushes and 14 yards, and another score and a losing effort, 25.7 points. Dak Prescott, 22 out of 33 and a touchdown, one pick. He threw for 226 yards, six rushes for, set for 29 yards, and another score, 21.3 points for Zach. And then Zeke, 26 carries, 127 yards, and a score, four receptions, 32 yards, 25.9 points. And then um, Mike Begley. The kicker for the, for the Chargers. My man had 20 points. We don't mention kickers too often, all right? But he basically beat the Baltimore Ravens by himself, all right? Because no one else, for the exception of Melvin Gordon, did anything in this game for, this, for the Los Angeles Chargers. Lamar Jackson, 14 out of 29, 194 yards. Again, the accuracy is not there. Two touchdowns and a pick, but nine rushers, 54 yards. He led the team in attempts and yardage, all right? This, this, I'm, taking, I'm thinking Lamar Jackson is... He's got to get into, like, the top, the top, like, 10 drafted quarterbacks next year as far as fantasy football goes, just from the rushing aspect alone. I mean, the guy's averaging almost 100 yards a game just on the ground. He, they do the run-pass option, but when he takes off, it's not for four or five yards. It's 17, 18 yards in a clip, and he's got a nose for the end zone, and I like Jamar, Lamar Jackson's game. If he, gets his, if he works on his accuracy just a little bit more, I think he'll be okay, especially with the complement of wide receivers he does have there. Um, Again, Michael Crabtree, there was a Michael Crabtree sighting in Baltimore. He had two receptions of 38 yards, but both of those catches, they went for touchdowns. And then Allen oh, Robinson does. against the Eagles, 10 receptions, 143 yards, and a touchdown, 30.3 points. He led the way this week as a top dog in fantasy scoring. The SOBs, or as uh, we've, we've actually changed it a little bit here on Funkin' Fantasy, Carl. You know how before we used to do the MVPs and the, FO, and the SOBs? You know, you, know, you know, it's basically the winners and losers of the week. Well, we right. changed the SOBs to the... Uh, you motherfucker. <laughs> That's basically when you get stuck by your guys playing it. Man, Chris Carson at the house. He had 13 carries to 20 yards. Not great, but terrible. All right. Every Charger, except for, I guess, I guess um, for the kicker and Melvin Gordon. Every Raven, except for Lamar Jackson and Michael Crabtree. The entire Bears offense, except for Allen Robinson. Uh, the rookie report. Lamar Jackson was an MVP. Austin Eckler, 11 carries, 29 yards. He'll be moving on to Foxborough. Chris Carson, he's going home. Michael Gallup on his way to L.A. He had two receptions for 18 yards. The injury report, Alan Hearns, fibula, done for the playoffs. Uh, the majority of the Saints' offensive line is questionable. All right, so that's a big thing going into to this divisional matchup with the Philadelphia Eagles. Hunter Henry is close to being back and may play this week, and that's a huge thing for the Chargers. Do you think they actually play him, though? I mean, this has been a long time since the guy played. They said if he's, he's going to be out there, he's going to be on a snap count. And if you put him in, if you put him in, the red zone. He is another threat because you, that's what he's always been. Like boom or bust, a touchdown potential. Yeah, but it's still somebody you got to cover. What are you going to do? Not cover him? You're not going to pay attention to him? I mean, at this point, Antonio Gates is kind of a figurehead now. He's just, he's just out there while they run. Right, but now you put Hunter Henry out there and he actually gives you an option. Right, yeah, I understand that. I guess it's kind of a boom or bust. Like you I still have to, I still think you have to put him out there for some sort of a snap count because you got to get his feet wet just in case they do get past New England, which I do think they do. You and me both. All right. And then Sammy Watkins with the ankle. He, uh, he also might be active this week, which is, uh, which is a big, big, big plus 
for the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, before I get into the coaching carousel that's been taking part here, uh, I want to get into the, the phone carousel, which we can do here. It's 619-924-9874, 619-924-9874. That's how you climb in the dumpster, and you get your opinions and questions heard and your answers questioned and all those things like that. Carl, I'm going to yes. ma- let you make a pick for the listeners, all right? Oh first, let me announce the first pick, because I'm going to do this before I get into the coaching situation. The listeners, with the first pick for fictional coaches at running back, took Tony D'Amato from any given Sunday, Al Pacino's character, all right, at running back. It's a good pick. I think he went a little bit early, all right? Hoo-ah. Yeah, he went a little bit early, and to be honest with you, a little bit of a liability. <laughs> a bit of a jinking problem. I'm not too sure. Now, you got to reach for the running back, though. You, you, know? you do got to reach for the running back, but it's, I think it was a little too I think there was a lot of other guys here with potential at running back. I'm going to go quarterback a little early. Now, his, his techniques are a little unorthodox, and, but he's fair and firm, and he mixes it up a lot on offense. And when you ask him, how many times are we going to pass the ball? Four! I'm taking Coach Norman Dale at quarterback to lead my troops. Again, you don't have, doesn't have to be a football coach. It could be in anything. It could be a personal trainer from a TV show if you want to put out there. You can go outside of the box as much as you want on this thing, all right? But just be careful. The box could collapse on you. All right? Now, Carl, I'm gonna, like it's it. your pick now for the listeners. Man, I'm mulling this over. I mean, we already went running back. So you already I, went running back, correct. I was thinking running back, but it might be too early. So I'm, I'm going to go wide receiver at this point. All right? Oh, boy. You know what? He hates to lose, and he doesn't cry when he does. So I'm going to go Jimmy Dugan, wide receiver okay. from a league of their own. Watch out for the clap. That's good. I'm, I'll take a running back now. I, you know me. I like my short guys. He's never been injury prone, but if you got a guy that is, he could take care of it right there on the field for you. I'm taking the Okinawa nightmare. I'm taking Mr. Miyagi. At running back, all right? So you see how this works now, all right? You pick a, you, we, we build fancy teams. <laughs> Paul Nolan says, what the hell are you guys talking about? <laughs> no one knows what the hell we're, we're talking about, all right? This is, this is the uh, Luigi versus Listers Fantasy Showdown. What happens is we build a fancy football team based, based on different categories. Tonight, it's fictional coaches, all right? And you can call in at 619-924-9874, and you can join part of the game. If, if you make a selection that's on the listener's side and the listeners happen to win this week, they haven't won in several weeks. You will receive a $20 gift card to Moonshine just for participating and being on the winning side. Now, on to actual business in the NFL. There's been a lot of coaching changes in the NFL recently, and some news has come out. And I'm going to go over some of those things. So the Packers have moved on, and they've added uh, Packers and Matt LaFleur, not Peter LaFleur, agree to a four-year deal. All right, he was former Titans offensive coordinator, now heads the Green Bay. He was Sean McVay's offensive coordinator in Los Angeles last season. He didn't call any of the plays, though. So he's basically just, you know, had the title of OC. It's kind of a trend, though, isn't it? Yeah. And the quarterback coach in Atlanta the year before that. So this guy's climbed the food chain pretty quick. All right? So watch out for Matt LaFleur over there and see what he can do with Aaron Rodgers. The guy who has been hired, who I think has the greatest coaching name in, in NFL right now, is Cliff Kingsbury. All right? It's a fantastic name. Uh, he's 39 years old, so he's a young guy. He coached at Texas Tech this year and was the USC offense coordinator before that. So we all know he had more money coming into the NFL than before he even got signed as a coach because that USC job is a high-paying job, all right? Now, we don't have a call screener tonight, 
All right, so just like, you know, Stevie Wonder at the airport, we're flying blind here, all right? And the phone line's already lighting up, and I'll be getting them in a second, just let me get through this. Tampa Bay hires Bruce Arians, and as of just recently, hires Todd Bowles as the defensive coordinator, which I think is a fantastic move for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't think Todd Bowles is a good head coach. I think he was a very, very good defensive coach, and I think he will be able to turn that Tampa Bay defense around and make it what a lot of people assumed it would be last year, all right? And then Cleveland. Oh, Cleveland. They hired Freddie Kitchens, all right? Freddie Kitchens, uh, who was the Browns' interim offensive coordinator. Uh, He becomes the 18th coach in team history, all right? When asked if he was ready to become the head coach, Kitchens said, and I quote, who the hell is ever ready to be a head coach, all right? He will join a list of head coaches in Cleveland that is longer than a list of charges right now against R. Kelly. It's a pretty impressive list, and we're going to go down that list, all right? Jose Colon, what up, Jose? Jose, I think that's you holding right now, buddy. I'll get to you in a, and I'll get to you in a few. But I want to go down this list of coaches. Oh, and also the Broncos uh, signed Bears defensive coordinator Vic, Vic Fangio, who recently became available due to a loss this past weekend in Chicago. But we're not going to talk about that right now. No double doink here. You sure you don't want to start? We can talk about All it. Right. We'll talk about it. Let's talk about it. But these are the coaches. This is what's happening in Cleveland. Forget about the quarterback problem over there. But this is the cl- – so Paul Brown – 1946 to 1962, obviously Hall of Fame, wins NFL championships. This is before the Super Bowl, obviously, all right? He has, he coached 48, uh, he coached uh, 214 games and had a, a winning, had a, a record of 158 and 48 with eight ties. It's a seven, it's a 767 win percentage, okay? Then Blatton Collier, who spent his entire career as a Cleveland Browns coach in 1963 to 1970, who superseded Paul Brown. He spent 112 games there. He went 76 and 34. Not bad, right? Solid Made the playoffs, seven and three to playoffs. Then Nick's, Nick Scorich, 1971 to 1975. He 56 games, 30 and 24. He went to the playoffs two times. Above average record, right? Yeah, Did okay, right? Record, yeah. And he got Forrest Gregg, 1975 to 1977. He had this is when it starts to get a little ugly. 77. It's when it starts to get a little ugly. So Forrest Gregg. Goes a whopping 18 and 33 in two years. Then Dick Mazaluski in 1977 played, coached one game. He lost. Sam Rudigliano <laughs> from 1978 to 84, six seasons, goes 47 and 50, but he made the playoffs twice. All right, so that's huge. He made the playoffs twice. All right, then. Let's go on to Marty Schottenheimer. This is when the Browns started getting some success again, right? Schottenheimer's there, 84 to 88. He goes 44 and 27. He goes, they're two and four in the playoffs, all right? He was the, uh, the NFL coach of the year in 86, three-time AFC Central Division champs, 85, 86, and 87. And again, loses to the Denver Broncos in that famous game where the John Elway has the drive and has the comeback, okay? Then Bud Carson, one year, 89 to 90. Jim Schaffner in 80, coaches seven games. I'm sorry, in 1990. But then Bill Belichick is there. And the Browns, who have Bill Belichick in-house, decide to just leave town, okay? And don't tell anyone. And Belichick, while he's there, is 36 and 44, but made the playoffs. He was one and one in those playoffs. There was no coach from 1996 to 1988, which means there's three coaches that are missing from this list (laughs) who should have been there, all right? Chris Palmer gets there in 99. He goes 5-27. and 27. Oh. 
It's a one point five. It's a one, it's a point one five six winning percentage. Butch Davis, two thousand one to two thousand four. Oh he goes twenty four and thirty four. Terry Robisky goes one and oh five. Romeo Cornell, twenty four and forty. Eric Mangini, ten and twenty, ten and twenty two. Pat Shermer goes nine and twenty three. He lasted thirty two games. Rod, Rob Chaditsky, four and Judge. twelve. Mike oh Patton, ten and twenty two. Hugh Jackson, three and thirty six. Greg Williams goes five and three. He's the best thing to happen to Cleveland since Paul Brown. He gone. And Freddie Kitchens now takes on the legacy, which is Cleveland. I got to ask you, if you're Freddie Kitchens, you taking this job? I mean, you taking this job now? You're the offensive coordinator. You got, you, you got Baker Mayfield in the house. You got Nick Chubb. You got Jarvis Landry. You got a great defense, a potential great defense there. A lot of names, yep. If I'm, I'm out. I'm not taking it. I'll, I'll, I'll coach lineman somewhere in like Saskatchewan or something like that. But I want nothing to do. I'll go, I'll go coach the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, then sit there and take that plague of a freaking franchise. You take it for a couple years and then you go coach linebackers in Saskatchewan. No, that's where you. That's where you come step down. No, it's not. It's not an ascension there. It's a slow descension. All right. Well, it might be an ascension. Well, speaking of slow descensions, let's go to the phones. Let's go to six one zero seven three one. 610-731. 610-731. What up, Luigi? <laughs> what up, Jose? I'll say what up to Carl's. What up, Carl's? <laughs> what up, Jose? Nothing much, Carl's. <laughs> Who's in the audience tonight, Luigi's? You got Andrew, you got Nimchucks, you got Mike's, you got Quarles. Baseball Queen. <laughs> you got uh you got Christian, Robin's son, he's here. What up, Christians? <laughs> He's just chilling, Jose. Let's get down to the business, man. Am I missing anybody else? I don't think. No, uh, no, Joe, Qu- you're, you're missing Quills. Quills. You're missing Joe Quills. What up, Quills? Feels like a hockey locker go. room. Man. All right, Jose. Let's get down to the business. All right, here we go. All right. NFL. Number one. Number one. Uh, I will say this once and I'll say it again. My hockey team's a joke. Yo. I'll say it for you all day long. Your hockey team sucks. They're the only thing that actually literally stinks on those? ice. Can I give? Can I give him one of those? Gladly. Yes, please. They're horrible, Jose. They're unwatchable, yo. They are unwatchable. Now, are you ready for the uh, for the Winter Classic? You mean the stadium tour classic? Yeah, are you, the Penguins? Yeah, the stadium tour. Are you ready? Are you hyped up for that? I saw people out there getting their stadium tour merchandise out there, getting their sweaters and their, uh, their beanies and all those things. I, I think they're selling nooses in the parking lot, though, for, uh, for like $9 a pop. But don't get them in the stadium. They're like $16 in the stadium. Get them in the parking lot. Uh, well, I'll be hyped up for them when they play in February outdoors. You know what's our record outdoors historically? What is our record outdoors historically? Oh and three. Oh and three. It's about to be oh and what, Jose? Four. Four. Now, let's get on to something more, well, a little less depressing. Let's get off the ice. What up? Playoff football? That's right, Jose. Now, what are your takeaways from the NFL wild card weekend that was? Well, number one, I'll break I'll break it down individually. Uh Bill O'Brien got one of those. Or stink enough to join on wild card weekend against Andrew Luck and the Colts. Uh, I, I had the I had the Colts as a stone cold mortal lock in that game. Colts are rolling, rolling. Here's, 
I don't understand why Bill O'Brien wins his division, gets a home playoff game, then he poops his pants against Andrew Luck and a less talented Colt team. Well, I'll tell you why. Because the, the Houston Texans can't run the ball at all. They have one offensive weapon. They, running game. they have one offensive weapon Hopkins. who's legit in DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, again, credit Kiki Kuti who went out there and got 11 receptions for 110 yards and Deshaun Watson. But that the they, their offensive line is completely in shambles. You know that Deshaun Watson gets sacked 10 percent of the time. He's, he he goes dropbacks. Every 10 dropbacks, 10%. he's getting sacked. And that, that that Colts pass rush is legit. They're legit. The secondary is, is is top five in the league, and they can run the ball. The Colts can run the ball. Marlon yep. Mack can run the damn ball. They can. Andrew Luck is playing MVP. He's my MVP. I, I, right now, if I have to make I'm a call, Andrew Luck. Yes, I have to. And it's and it's and you know what? It made that decision may be made by the winner of the matchup this weekend. I'll give you my winner later on in this in this program, Jose. Let's move but it over. There's only one problem. What, what's the problem? I don't trust Andy Reid, yo. I don't trust the big red monster. You don't trust the big well, that's what she said. Number two, Russell Wilson looks like he got outmatched by Dak Prescott. I don't think he got outmatched. I, I, I think that a lot of people aren't getting enough credit to the Dallas Cowboys, Jose. Their linebackers oh. did a hell of a job by keeping Russell Wilson in check-ish, okay? Now, Russell Wilson's going to get his mm-hmm. on the ground, in which he did, but they didn't let him make those plays down the field, which normally kill teams, because Russell Wilson's able to escape and, you know, again, Jose, buy a little bit of time for guys like Lockett and DJ Moore you know, and um, Doug Baldwin to get open mm-hmm. down the field. Dallas's yeah. pass rush was able to get to him fast enough, and the linebackers were able to, to, to crash on him early enough to prohibit those guys from getting open deep and having anyone get beat over the top. So I think you got to tip our cap a little bit more to the Dallas defense than we do have to give in, than giving uh, Russell Wilson one of those. That's just my opinion, though. You know me. I'm not a, I'm not a Cowboy lover, but I, I won't sit there and hate on a, on, on a team that went out there and played a hell of a defensive game. Mm-hmm. Then we go to uh, Baltimore. Uh, what I took out of it? Not by choice. Lamar Jackson did not do any damage against that Charger defense. That, that char- Charger defense was ferocious. That man. Charger defense is the number, is the number eight scoring is the uh, number eight scoring defense in the National Football League. The number seven scoring number defense wow. is the New England Patriots. And we'll talk about that in a little bit, Jose, after this phone call. It's going to be an interesting little tidbit here. Uh, Tony Cotillo checking in saying, I no, Brian, Brian Schottenheimer blows. I, he, those, he blow. <laughs> I kind of do remember those little Charger Pat classics. Um, one, a cup, I remember, there's two games that I remember from them. One year they went to Foxborough for AFC Championship, and uh, not not one play Tomlinson stepped onto the field. Nope, he was hurt that game. Yep, I remember that. I remember that then, game very well. And they blew that game in Jack Murphy Stadium against them the other the year two years prior, when Schottenheimer was at the helm, thirteen and three home field advantage. And you blew and it. That year Tomlinson broke you blew it. broke a rushing record. Yeah, he did, Jose. See, now it's funny because, again, and the Chargers, this Chargers team who I, about three, I was like, what are you watching? Like old ECW freaking episodes back there? All I hear is like grown men. No, uh, Please tell me you're watching wrestling. No, it was, uh, it was Hulk Hogan um, okay. honoring the late mean. I was, I was pretty good, man. I, I, I picked good, up some yeah. wrestling in the background. That's what I'm talking about, man. Well, let me tell you something, mean gene. Ooh, yeah, yeah, brother. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's right. Now, 
Man. Again, these Chargers, who I picked three weeks before the season even started, okay, three weeks uh-huh. before the preseason even started, to go to the Super Bowl. Now they got to go to Foxborough. Now I thought that they would get. I thought that they would have got the bye. I thought they would, they would be in Kansas City spot. So now it's a little tougher having to go to Foxborough and face Tommy Terrific out there again. <laughs> and Rivers is zero six against Brady and company. But again, like I said, oh Jose, that Chargers that Chargers scoring defense is eighth in the, is eighth in the league. The Patriots are seventh in the league, and I'm thinking there's going to be a couple of defensive touchdowns in this game. Joey Bose is healthy and a looking really good. That guy's got seven sacks in five games. Yeah. A fumble. That's right, Jose. A fumble, a fumble here, a fumble there, and Tom, albeit is playing at a still at an elite level, you know, at 77 years young. He's still, he's, he hasn't been exactly as sharp as before, all right? Now, they won't have Josh Gordon because he's off, you know, doing his thing, smoking weed. And now there's anything wrong with that, but it's, you know, it'd be a little bit more important, to, it'd be a little bit more important to, to be around for your team for, you know, the playoffs. Uh, Gronkowski is, seems to be about as healthy as he's been the entire season because a lot of those people, you know, myself included, who, who had to be forced to draft him in fantasy this year, got pretty stuck with Rob. Mm-hmm. Got great. Like we said, you know, we had this big joke here, Carl, that, you know, Saturdays are for the boys and Sundays for fucking people over in fantasy, <laughs> apparently, for Rob Gronkowski. But they're all healthy, and if you give Belichick, you know, two weeks to prepare, you might as well give him a month. So is it going to be difficult for the Chargers to go into Foxborough and take care of business? I have yes. an opinion on that. I'll give that to you a little bit later on. But, Jose... So, again, we talked about the Chargers. All right. We talked about the Colts and mm-hmm. the Chiefs. And, again, the only quarterback to throw more touchdowns this season than Luck, who had, th- who had 36, was Pat Mahomes, who threw for 50. Pat Mahomes threw 50 touchdowns. All right. The Colts, again, but here's, a, here's what's funny, Carl. Here's what's interesting to note here. The Colts rank fifth in points allowed. All right. They're sixth in passing yards, 278, point, 278 per, per game. But they're 20th in rushing yards, 170.4 per game. They don't give up that many rushing yards, and the Chiefs can't run. The Chiefs can't run. Kareem Hunt not being there and being basically, you know, abolished from the league for, for the, the heinous crimes that he did um, is going to – I think that's going to be basically the Achilles heel for the Kansas City Chiefs because the Colts can run. They can control tempo, and they can score. They can score. The only two weapon, the only two viable weapons for the Kansas City Chiefs are Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey. That's it. Okay, that Colts secondary mm-hmm. has only got to focus on those two players. Even if Sammy Watkins comes back, he will be hampered by the ankle and he won't be hundred percent. But the Colts go out there boasting a plethora of offensive weapons. Number one being Marlon Mack, and number two is T. Y. Hilton, who torches yep. Kansas yep. City, torches them. There's going to be a lot of points yep. scored in this game, but I could also see that I can also see Pat Mahomes having to make a lot of plays on the move here, and I think that the I think that the Indi- I think the Indianapolis Colts defense uh, will be savvy enough to stay home on some of those plays and make some mm-hmm. make some very 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 yep. opportunistic interceptions and keep the Chiefs off the field. That's what I think is going to happen this weekend, Jose. Yep, I hear you, and it's interesting. I was listening to you about the Browns head coaching history. Uh, yeah. The only time they were good, other besides Schottenheimer, they had Bud Carson for that one year, and they went to the AFC Championship That's game. right, Jose. I mentioned They that. lost to the Broncos. That's right. I mentioned the great Bud Carson. Then after that, 
Belichick, yo. Uh, he's there. He's there. And then what they do, like Belichick's come to work. Belichick comes to work one day. The whole freaking team leaves. The whole team leaves. Everything's closed. Yeah, yeah and goodbye Municipal Stadium and Dogtown to go with it. Yep. Tony Cotillo checks in. He goes, the Chiefs defense blows. Leonard will be key containing homes. And, and I agree. I, I, I agree. I think yep. the Chiefs, I, I think that's going to be their down point this year. And, I mean, I'm sorry, their downfall this year. And that's why I think Andy Reid also keeps his job, even if they lose again in the first round of the playoffs oh. as a number one oh, seed. Man. No, because remember, in essence, he just took over Pat Mahomes with his first year underneath him, right? And Pat Mahomes had, I, I mean, seriously, a season for the ages here. You're going to give him at least another year to groom him and keep coming along because, again, if you take away his coach this early, it could really, it could really hinder his progress going forward. My God, the winds are whipping here outside of moonshine. It's better if you come inside. It's better if you come inside, people, who are uh, outside oh, smoking Oh, I forgot right to mention, what up, waitress? Yeah, what up, waitresses? We got multiple waitresses in the building, Jose. Multiple waitresses. Here's, here's the other thing, what too. What up, waitresses? You got Rams-Cowboys this week, right? Let's, I'm, I'll break this down with you, Jose. Rams and Cowboys. This what week. up, LA Coliseum? You got two great running backs in the battle in this one, right? The Cowboys. Zeke. All right. Gurley the, and Elliott. What's that? Todd Gurley versus Zeke Elliott. Right. The, the Cowboys come in. They're boasting the fifth best run defense in the league. The Rams, oh, 23rd. 23rd. The Rams are 23rd in rush defense. Oops. This could turn to be one of those, like, you know, much lower scoring games than most would anticipate, especially if oh Zeke and the Cowboys can keep the ball on their side of the on, on their side and keep Gurley and company off the field, which they can do if they keep churning out first downs and don't need to score quickly against this Rams team. If they get them, if they get them behind and the Rams are forced to play catch up, I think this could this could really mm-hmm. spell disaster. For the Los Angeles Rams out there, Carl, what do you think? Do you think it's far fetched that uh, you know that Zeke and company can go in there, control the game on the ground, keep Gurley and Goff off the field, and have them playing catch up, and and maybe go in there and dare I say it, steal this game from the Chargers? I mean, I'm sorry, from the Rams. Well, if you're Jason Garrett, you got to look at this game like the only chance I have to win is you all right there, Jose? Jose, you cool? All right. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm listening. Uh-huh. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. The only shot you actually have to win this game because you can't keep up with them offensively if you want to get in a shootout. The only chance you have is to run the ball and play defense. Correct. I hate to say it, but they're probably the best equipped team in the in the NFC to do it. So yeah, I, I mean it's not far fetched to say they could beat the Rams this week. I, well, the I Saints can go so, up there and take care of business if they had to, but they don't have to. They're at home. Right. Wait, they're at home right now, and this is a nice little segue. They're at home waiting for the Eagles. All right who uh, the Saints just well, flat-out pistol-whipped them 48-7 to earlier in the season. Okay, and that was with a, heart, with a healthy Carson Wentz. And again, on this program, because it hasn't been beaten to death enough, we're going to talk about Wentz or Foles, who do you take? Again, healthy Carson Wentz, healthy Nick Foles, moving forward, do you trade him? I'm the one who posed this question almost a year and a half ago, and you know me, Carl. I say, yes, do the deal! That's what I'm doing. I'm selling everything, damn it. I'm moving on. And we'll get into that. 619-924-9874. 619-924-9874. You can call in with your thoughts and concerns about that as well. But the Eagles, again, they go in there to get smoked 48-7, right? The, this, is, this is funny. The Eagles are scoring, scoring percentages 38.6%. So 38.6% of the time, they score, okay? 
the Saints 36. However, the touchdown ratio, Eagles, out of the 38.6% of the time they're scoring, it's 9.1% of the time it's a touchdown. The Saints, 14.6. Nearly half the time they score, it's going for six. So that's good for fourth best in the league, all right? And the Eagles uh, basically are saying that, it's basically saying that the Philadelphia Eagles, have, if they have any chance in going up there and pulling off this miracle, which I believe it will be a miracle if they do win this game in New Orleans, and I don't see them doing that, they can't settle for three. I, I Literally, take the punter, leave him home, save the airfare, because you're not punting. What up? Punter not going to the Superdome? That's right, Jose. What up? Save it. What up, save it, Josh yep. Elliott? We don't need you out there. The only way you're going to beat this team is the outscore. Forget stopping them. Forget it. Now, I know their offensive line's a little banged zone. up, and we want to believe that the pass rush is going to happen, but I also feel that, listen, there's no one better than baiting you in the screen game than Sean Payton and Drew Brees and flicking it out there to Kamara over the top, and then it's trouble. Okay? Now, like I said, I know our pass rush has been playing better and our, our secondary has been playing up, but they got exposed by Allen Robinson big time. All right? Sullivan and Maddox, the corners, the young corners were playing well for the Eagles. Again, these are guys that were taken off the street basically three weeks ago. They were, ba- they were really exposed over the top. And Drew Brees and company will be able to do that with no problem. But this defense is one that you can score on. So don't worry about stopping the offense. Just worry about scoring against the damn defense. It's pedal to the floor this weekend for the Philadelphia Eagles if they have any chance of winning this game. What do you think? There's no 16-15 this week. No, no, it won't be 16-15. You got to score. You got to put like up 30. You gotta, right, I was thinking 34, maybe. Yeah, you got to get up over 30. Yeah. There's no way you're gonna. In my opinion, again, now crazier things have happened. They have, but there's no way you're getting up over 30. With, uh, excuse me, with. Uh, Giving up w- less than yeah, without, without losing. I, I'm sorry. I got, I got to text this, uh, this guy back who's supposed to be calling into the program. Where the hell is a damn phone number? This is what happens when you don't have a call screen. You don't have any help when you are the help. All right? But some, I, now, we made a little gentleman's bet. Me and another guy out there in California, out in L.A., Vasu. And he's got to, he's got to call in and pay the damn pipe. Made a, we made a, made a gentleman's bet for a bottle of grapes. I want my juice. All right? And there is juice attached if it's not here on time. Now, Jose, before I get to, I'm yep, gonna, I'll ask you for a pick for this Eagles-Saints game. I'll ask you who you like, and then I need to give you, a, uh, you, need to give me your pick for the Luigi vs. Listeners Fantasy Showdown for fictional coaches in movies and TV. Eagles-Saints, who you got, Jose? I'm going, I'm going Eagles in a track meet. Okay. I'm going 47-44. <laughs> 47-44. So you like the over 91, Jose. Jesus. It's a lot of freaking points. You said you we could you said we have to play New Orleans. I mean the over's up, 50 and a half. I mean you're 50 and a half. Jose's going 47. Uh, you, you are right wow. though. You are right. We are gonna have to score a lot of points, but that's a ton of points. I do I, I like the prediction, Jose. I do like the prediction. I I I think you've been you're still having a little bit of an eggnog hangover from the holidays. It's a lot of points, but I like to see it happen. Oh, and also, there was a national championship game that happened. I know Jose's a big national championship football guy. Jose Clemson takes yeah, down Naughty Alabama. That's right. Yabo Dabo Do takes down the, 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 the mighty red over there. And I'm not talking about the, my ex. I'm talking about uh, the, Saban, the, yo. I'm thinking about Saban out there in big Alabama. All right. But Alabama's already Fair favored. Saban. 
Alabama already favored. They're five to two to win the national championship next year, and Clemson is the second again. again. If it's me, listen, I'm getting a little tired of seeing the same teams over and over again, right? And I, I, I believe college football is the stupidest sport in the history of sports. I, I really do. I don't think it's fair that you get this JV team going out there, having to face this team of NFL draft picks, and going to get their freaking, basically their doors blown off, just so the school can make a few bucks. They don't have enough ice to, to ice these kids down at the end of the game. All right? And the, the, the main school is basically just using it for a tune-up to go play the regular team. I mean, it's, it's just it's not even right. And then you got the people in the stands that are sitting there cheering like, yeah! Well, how would you feel if your kid who's seven years old, right, is getting their, I don't know, the shit kicked out of him by like some 70-year-old grown man? I call it an execution. It's, exactly. It's a biblical beatdown. That's all that happens. And I, it gets boring to me, man. I, I don't like it. I just don't like college football. It does, it does nothing for me and never will. But if that's your thing, you do your thing. All right? That's it. I'm not, I'm not here to tell you what to like and what not to like. I'm just here to tell you what I don't like. That's it. All right? Amen, brother. Damn right. Now, Jose, I need a, I need a pick. Yes. Luigi versus listeners. At quarterback, I'm sorry, the, at running back, you guys got Tony Diamato from Any Given Sunday, and you took Jimmy Dugan oh, from a He's league awesome. of their own, a wide receiver. I got Norman Dale at quarterback. I got Mr. Miyagi at running back. Jose, you can go anywhere you want with this. What's it going to be? I'm going wide receiver. I'm going Steeman Willie Beeman. No, 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 no. You can't. You got to use a coach, a fictional coach. I got to use a coach? Correct, oh, a coach. Oh. <laughs> what about Coach Kuhn from Remember the Titans? That's a good coach. Coach that's Boone. A, that's, a, that's not Coach Kuhn, Jose. Coach Boone. That's Herman what I mean, Herman Coach Boone. Boone. Okay, that's what you mean. It's not what you said, but that's okay. Yeah, speaking like of, that, speaking of that, I haven't heard from Juan from Alabama in a while. I haven't heard from our racist down there. Oh. I guess oh, he's, I'd like to hear Alabama from him. I, I wish he'd call in because I, I'd like to be able to, to hear from him. It's been, um, what you call it? Because, you know, after ever. Alabama lose, yeah, well, it's been ever number one, but also because Bama lost. And I'd love to be able to get that to him. I'd like to hear his post game reaction. <laughs> yeah. It's not good. I'll tell you that right now. It just fucking sucks. That's exactly what it would be. Jose? They got, beat, they got beat down by a kid named Lawrence, yo. That's right, Jose. All right, now, Jose, I got to let you rock and roll. Yep. It was a good pick by you. And uh, let me give you a uh-huh. round of applause on the way out. We'll be back tomorrow. All right, so Tony will be on tomorrow. Give a call to the program. You say what's up to Bruno's. And then I know you've been trying to for the past couple weeks, but it's been a little crazy, buddy, okay? Okay, can I say what up to... Christian Austin's again before I leave. You can say what up. You can say what up to Christian Austin's. What up, Christian Austin? There you go. Up, he says what up to you, buddy. Not for much, yo. <laughs> All right, the great Jose, everybody. Now, sometimes, man, he's a full program in, in itself, Carl. Yeah, I hear you. Now, you're on the phone. You're manning the phones over here. But what are you doing on that phone? Are you on Twitter right now? Are you hashtagging Funkin' Fantasy with the selections? Are you checking at Funkin' Fantasy on Twitter? You know, you called me at a bad time. Hey, there. Never mind. Tony Bruno checks in. Not the Tony Bruno. The other Tony Bruno. He says 27-21 birds. That's what he's saying. It's an eight-point underdog, and a lot of people put a lot of stock in that. All right? If you can hold them to 21 you're going to win that game. And that brings me to another point, because I'm going to take my defense right now. Because if you can dodge a wrench, 
Oh, you can dodge a ball. On. And at defense, I'm taking Patches O'Houlihan yeah, from dodgeball. Solid, solid. Say good night. Good night, everybody. People are leaving moonshine now. They're heading for the hills because when we get to this part of the program, it's time to get the – it is windy out there, but the flames are still roaring loud and proud out there. Now, there's a murder, there's a murder on the – so this guy in Delaware. There's a guy in Delaware, right, who goes on this freaking killing spree, comes into Philadelphia – Crashes into a bunch of cop cars, then takes off on foot, and we can't find him. That's an issue. There's cameras everywhere. How do you lose a guy like that? This is what's funny, is that the NFL can see a blade of grass, right? Can see a blade of grass move a millimeter with no wind if, like, a cricket runs by it, right? But police force, they can't make out a suspect Five feet from the camera because it's all blurred out. You think maybe we could upgrade that system just a little bit more? Because, but you want to know why? It's more worth to make sure the first, it's, it's more worth it to the betters out there to make sure that, you know, we got the first down or not, or whether the ball crossed the plane, than to make sure we don't know who it was that went in your house and stole your shit. Money talks, you know that. I'm just saying, maybe we put the money into that. that that's, it's just, it's a thought. It's a little out there. Well, now, Look, I parked, you know, at the bank down the street. You did. Obviously, you know, it's crazy parking around here. I parked for about four seconds, and the security guard comes out and goes, do you have a permit? <laughs> you know, stinking permits? I, I was sitting for about four seconds. I said, nope, I'm gone. And I'll find a spot. But can you imagine losing a, a guy who crashes a car with, with he all got the out on foot. Like, where's he going to go? Look, it's South Philly. All right? So, Jesus. and he came up from Delaware. I mean, he probably blended in a little bit or whatever. He probably, you know what? All you got to do is check the Oregon Diner. He crashed right there. He's probably getting a cup of coffee and a piece of pie right now. I don't even, no one's the wiser. He might be in a tent city somewhere. Who the hell knows? I don't know. I'll tell you where he isn't. He's not, he's not at Wells Fargo Center right now because right now the, uh, the Sixers are currently losing 20-28 to 28 in, a, in the, uh, the second part of a home-and-home of, of home series where last night there was no John Wall and no Markeith mm-hmm. Morris. But, uh, and Wall's out for the season with heel injury yeah. again. And there's Jeff Green putting the biscuit in the basket. I don't know, Carl. What do you think about these Sixers, man? You think they're going to do anything other than they be mediocre? The, they got to address the bench. I mean, right now, you still got three to four teams ahead of them in Eastern Conference. You think Shamat and Forkon, Korkmaz, and all these other guys are going to be enough to get okay. it done? There's no reason to have that kind of language. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty good right there, buddy. All right, now, we were talking about the, the, uh, the playoff weekend coming up. And the coaching changes and things like that. And you can call in and you can give us your opinion also on Facebook Live by the Tony Bruno Show. Make sure you share the show as well. The, um, going into this, in, into this weekend, um, I, I, feel, I feel very strongly that, that three of these, uh, these road teams can actually go out there and pull the upset, which would, which would be incredible. I, I don't think it's the last time that's ever – I can't even look back to the last time three road, game, three road teams won in a divisional round of the playoffs. Now, we're talking about what happened – last week as well, and here in Philadelphia, we had a little bit of a miracle occur, okay, and it was, you know, this whole double doing thing where Cody Parkey comes in, and he, um, sorry, Cody Parkey comes in, and he goes to kick the field goal, and again, he bangs the first one through, Peterson calls the timeout, which again, you have to do, right, because you can't take it with you, and you got to try to freeze the kicker, and it is Cody Parkey, who's been shaky at best, all right, but he goes in, freeze the kicker, and then on the the next attempt, the ball is tipped, okay? The ball is tipped. It's not, it's not that Parkey missed it. It was a tip. The ball was deflected. And then it hits the crossbar, 
I'm sorry, hits the upright, then falls forward and hits the crossbar. And how many times have we seen it hit the crossbar and then go back oh, wait, in, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's why it got lucky. Now, a lot of people are saying that, you know, it was Cody Parkey miss and then all this other stuff. And it, listen, the Eagles are very fortunate that they were here, okay? Because say what you will, they played a, their defense played lights out. Lights out. And they went in there and they played a hell of a game against the best defense in the NFL. Whether they're out of this thing or not, they are the best defense in the NFL. And Khalil Mack is a defensive player of the year in my eyes. Okay? Now, being that, that, being that as may, that the Eagles had no running game whatsoever, you're running Darren Sproles as your bell cow. Okay? If you're giving him more than 10 touches a game, we got a problem. Out of the backfield. Okay? Right, out of the backfield. Right, right. And you're, you, but again, they, they go out there to use Dallas Goddard. Golden Tate was used in this game, all right? They went away from Alshon Jeffrey a little bit, which kind of was a little bit odd to me because they had a nice little game. Again, they kept Chris Collinsworth and, and, um, and the, what the hell, um, Al Michaels. Sorry about that. And Al Michaels kept saying, you know, they play the above-the-rim game where he throws up. And that's, but that's what you bring Alshon for, right. Right? right? You throw the ball up high, and that's what Nick Foles does. He throws the ball up high to him, and Alshon goes up and goes and gets it. I got to ask, the way that game was played, do you feel Carson Wentz wins that game in Chicago? I mean, if you are you saying if you because here's the reason why you can't scramble against Chicago. No, they're too. You can't run against Chicago. Right. So take that element away from Carson Wentz's game. Now he's a drop back, stand back quarterback against that defense. Is he able? Now again, I want you to remind you that Cart that Nick Foles had the best quarterback numbers of all the playoff quarterbacks this weekend he put up the highest amount of statistics he threw two interceptions but he had the most passing yards and he had the most passing touchdowns tied with Andrew Luck at two okay do you think Carson beats the Bears having to play the game just like Foles I mean in that scenario I'd probably say no and the reason I say that is because Carson takes he holds the ball for what Three seconds and attempt, whereas Foles is getting rid of it 2.2, maybe less. I mean, if you sit back there long enough, Khalil Mack's going to hit you. Anyone's going to hit you. Right. That's the difference, okay? Well, I mean, you know, they did a hell of a job against Mack, both okay. sides of the line, whether it was Lane Johnson, whether it's Peters, wherever he lines So we got to start talking about We got to start talking about this for real now because I asked, I asked this question last year, and this was – after the, right after the Super Bowl, I started posing the question of trading Carson Wentz for Nick Foles, and it started picking up a lot of freaking steam in the, in the area, okay? Because from the business standpoint, it makes a lot of sense, right. okay? It also makes a lot of sense in the fact that Foles is a franchise quarterback in this system because he's mm. proven it. He's shown it. Okay, and it's not just been like once or twice. It's been on the biggest stages, and it's been consistent. Okay, now I have to ask you: If Carson goes ahead and he goes to New Orleans and he beats the Saints, you mean Foles? I mean Foles. Okay, and he beats the Saints somehow, some way. He goes out there and he outduels Breeze in the Superdome. Win or lose the NFC Championship game, which could be in Dallas. Think about that. Which could be in Dallas. Win or lose that game. Is, are you trading Carson Wentz and keeping Nick Foles? 
knowing that next year, if you decide to keep Nick Foles, he has to be your starter because you can't have, I mean, he's, you're not going to pay him $20 million and have him backing up right, Carson right. Wentz. But you can't have Carson Wentz, who's your franchise quarterback, who the following year you got to pay over $100 million to keep right in the pine. So I got to ask you, do you take, if the right deal was there, and I'm talking about players and picks involved, if the right deal was there to help, help this roster, because a lot of people are scared of doing the picks for a couple reasons. One, being how he doesn't know how to draft. He, he may arguably be the worst draft GM in the history of the National Football League. And I'm just saying that from a very small sample size, okay? Because he is not very good. Number two, people are afraid of trading because they say, well, what if Carson Wentz goes somewhere else, somewhere else and wins a Super Bowl there? Well, who cares? Because if in the next five years you win one yourself, does it matter if Carson wins one in year six? No. But if you're able to acquire some players, like a running back and a cornerback and maybe a couple of twos, Maybe a one and a two from the right, right place in the right situation helps bolster your team. And then you have control over that pick or two in the next five years. And again, Wentzel, I mean, Foles will only be 36, still in the prime of his career. Right. What's he now, 29? He's 31. 31. 31. So you sign him for five years, you get him until he's 36, and then you could extend him year by year after that. But in the next five years, you also have a chance to you know, also draft another quarterback to groom because... Once again, once Carson Wentz was drafted, it wasn't like Jesus Christ and God said, we're done making franchise quarterbacks. You can find another one. But if the only reason you're keeping Nick Foles is because he's the insurance policy for Carson Wentz, let me tell you something, guys. The way you run an NFL franchise, you don't have $20 million insurance policy sitting on the bench. It's $20 million in dead freaking money sitting there that your team needs to spend in other positions bad. In the worst way, you don't have him sitting there because just in case you need. Is, is, what do you have? Like Nick Foles in one of those glass cases, like just break in case of emergency? In the Pope mobile, yeah. Is, is that what you have him in? My, so again, my question is, Carl, if he does this, oh do you trade him knowing that you have the confidence? Because again, people say that, oh, well, you can't trace Wentz. He's the better. Yes, he, he is. He's the, he is right. the better talent, but you don't need it. You almost have to take that out of the argument here. Like You, you don't need take- it. If you asked me this question a month ago, I, I would have said you're crazy. I said, right. yeah, if Foles won the Super Bowl, great. I, like, I, I ho-hum the Super Bowl. But, you know, the more this goes on, the, the less crazy it becomes to actually keep Foles and trade Wentz. I it mean, starts making a lot more sense. You'd have to get a, huge, a king's ransom, essentially. I, I'm talking at least a one, multiple twos, maybe. player. I mean, you rarely see player for player in the NFL, but... You'd have to get some kind of haul. David, like John- David Johnson, you strike your fancy? I'm not the world's biggest David Johnson fan. but Okay. And he makes a ton of money now, too, just re-up. But I, I don't know. I, I, would, I would think. You like Leonard it, Fournette? I do like Leonard Fournette. You like Jalen Ramsey? Uh, well, Ramsey would be the guy. You like Jalen Ramsey, Leonard Fournette, and a couple of twos? I mean, you can find a running back. But, but, that but you got to gotta find corners. Because right, remember, they drafted get, one in right. Sidney Jones. That's a complete bust. It's a complete bust. I, I, well, this it guy look good now. He's it? a year away from being two years away. Right. Seriously. If I, again, I'm I am going on record in saying this. All right, and it's not has nothing to do against 
Carson Wentz himself. It has nothing to do with the fact that I don't, I don't personally know that he is far and above and beyond the better talent. He's got the better arm, the better legs. Uh, you know, he's, right. he's got, he, he's, I mean, his skin is blotchy as hell. Did you see that freaking stuff that's growing on? He's got boils growing on his neck. Wash up a little bit, Carson. After you get done cleaning the deer, you got to wash your hands, man. There's this thing called, you know, seminella and stuff. You got you to wash that stuff. It's dangerous. It gets in your pores. It seeps out. I'm trying to help everybody here, Carl, not just him. I can't have my franchise quarterback walking around with just these bumps on his fr- it's, it's just disgusting. Face of the franchise. You disgusting. Know? Now, here's my thing. If you were to take, I, I, again, he's the better quarterback, and I would have him here. If I didn't already have a guy here who I believe in. Because everyone who's saying, you know, you know Foles can do it, Foles can do it right away. They're going, well, you can't trade Wentz. Why? Because you're afraid? You're afraid that Wentz can't do it? I mean, you're afraid that Foles can't do it? You, you have no problem doing it now. Doug McGregor checks in. One rumor proposal I heard including Wentz was, uh, I'm sorry, was including Wentz to Denver for Von Miller. And two number ones. Well, well, now you're talking. I mean, you're... if you tell me right now, it's a haul right there. I'm on record by saying I will trade Carson Wentz and ride the next five years with Nick Foles as my quarterback and the cap space. If you tell me Denver calls and they will give me Von Miller, two number ones, throw in a running back. Right, they got six of them. Give me Devin Booker. Give me, I mean, not Devin Booker. Give me, uh, what was it? The guy Booker, though. Devontae Booker. Whatever. You know me, Carl. Just do the deal. All right, that's what I'm saying. Just get it done. I'm on record. Trade Carson Wentz yesterday. That seems like a crazy haul, though, no? I mean, you think that would be, I don't know how realistic that is. Jorge Luis Diaz is saying, put the drink down. Jorge, listen, I need you to pick the phone up because you lost a bet, muchacho. And you need to call and pay up, all right? And this better be you on the line, by the way. I'm going to the phones right now. 267-258. 267-258. You're on, you're on the line. Uh, hello. I've been waiting here for you to talk to you. Hello. Hello. I'm here. <laughs> okay, Poppy. What up, baby? Ah, uh, that's what's up. Well, first of all, let me give you your props. You got it. I with appreciate San Diego Chargers. I would never have believed that. He told me the Chargers. After the to- team that we got, you know. He told me the Giants would have a better record than the Chargers. What? That's what he said. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I can't believe it. I, I still can't believe you it. You can't believe it. You're talking about Whatever. the same guy who made, who made the prognostication of Sam Bradford being healthy the entire year, and that came to fruition as well. <laughs> or, hey, I got a crystal ball. It only sees stupid shit, but I got a crystal ball. He may not have been on a roster all year, but he was healthy. Well, as far as we know. As far as we know. That's true. As far as we know. Now, now I, don't, I don't remember what the hell we bet, but I know that if I lost, I had to take care of you. I had to take care of you and the whole posse up there to come on down to Moonshine and fit no, the no. It was the same thing. I'm going to take care of you. All right. So you, you, you bring, uh, you know, whoever you're going to bring, and I got you. And I, we just got to set it up for a time that I could be able to make it I, I'd say, like, let's make it in advance. You know, we'll, we'll text on the side, whatever. Mm-hmm. Make a date. I got you. Absolutely. We'll definitely talk at this. Because we, we, we're men here. And we pay up. When we're wrong, well, we pay up. Well, sometimes. It depends. I mean, if, I mean listen, I mean, if I ain't got it, I put something on it. I put something on it, but I can't, I can't take the whole thing. 
Now I got, it. I got it. Don't worry about it. I got you, and I got whoever you bring in. I got, I got it. All right, beautiful. Now listen. Don't worry. About it. Your Giants, your G men are out. They're gone. So now, what is your interest now remaining in the NFL playoffs? Who, who's the horse you're riding, and why? All right. Well, I'm gonna tell you this. I actually really think that the uh, Eagles are gonna beat the uh, um, the Saints, and I also think that the Cowboys are going to beat uh, the Rams. Whoever they're out there playing, the the Rams, yeah. And I think it's gonna be a Cowboys Eagles NFC Championship game to get into the Super Bowl. Okay. See, I like I like the uh, I'm I'm on the other side with the Eagles, but I'm all over. I think the Cowboys are going to go into L.A. and they're going to win that game. Whoa, 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 whoa! What do you mean you're all over the other side? You don't think the Eagles are going to make it? I don't. I don't. I just don't know if they got enough in the tank to keep scoring along with New Orleans. But it's the after I watch Sullivan and Maddox just get burned, and I mean burned by Josh Bellamy. Okay, what what, what do you think Michael Thomas is going to do to these guys? You know what I mean? Like I just it it, it just scares the hell out of me. I, I don't know if they're. I, I think it's going to come down to like that you know that last possession kind of a thing. I do think the Eagles will keep it close. Okay. I do think the Eagles will keep it close. I just don't know if they're going to come up on the winning side of it. Again, my my heart. Is okay, all okay, over it. Okay, but, okay, hold on, hold on. Slow down there, Turbo. Well, hey, well, it's my show, all right? <laughs> what what the, what Dallas did to them. You, so you're talking about you're talking about what the you're talking about the Eagles and the Eagles and Dallas, if that happens. No, no, I'm talking about what did the Dallas do to the Saints? But the, yeah, but the Saints was a hangover game for the Saints. They didn't care about that game. If they were going to lose one, that was the game to lose. Remember, they had just won three or four in a row by 35 plus. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, that... but but you saw what they did though. I... What, what what has uh, the the Saints really have done since they got that beatdown? What have they done? They secured the number one seed overall in the NFL. I mean, they 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 went back. They, 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 they got were, right back down to business. There, they were right there. I don't put I don't I I just can't put as much stock into that win for Dallas against the Saints when again the Saints on the road coming off all those wins and the the buy sandwiched in between I don't put that much value into that if you do that's great I mean but I personally I don't I think the Saints are far and better team but again will it shock me if the Eagles win no it won't shock me there's nothing nothing this team does. Under the under the, the 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 astute tutelage of Doug Peterson and the guidance of Nick Foles on the field shocks Bye. me anymore. It doesn't. Think about what you just said. What? The astute, <laughs> the astute tut- tutelage, tutelage of, of Doug, Doug Peterson, Peterson and the leadership of Nick. Like imagine, you gotta go with what, 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 who you going with? Who you going with? I mean, imagine saying that two years ago. You couldn't say that two you years. You laughed ago. out of town. Doug Peterson was the worst hired coach in the NFL, yeah. well, and Nick Foles was ready to retire. Yeah. He's the only one. Exactly. Think about that. Insane. So, Jorge, so I got to ask you. I want, I'm going to get your rundown for this weekend. You, you like the Cowboys to go to L.A. and take care of business. I'm with you on that. Yes. All right. And you also like the Eagles to go into the Superdome and handle business down there in New Orleans. Now, what about the other revenge two matchups? Factor. What about the revenge factor? What about the other two? Well, revenge. Remember, they got a revenge of 48-7 to 7 pistol whipping that happened. All right. 
So what do you think about the Colts? What do you think about the Colts, Kansas City, and the Chargers, Patriots? What do you think? I want your thoughts on those two games. I'm going to mark them down and write them down here for the uh, for the record. All right. Chargers and Patriots, I'm going to tell you, I just always doubt the uh, Chargers, and it's Tom Brady. So I think they're going to, you know, do what they need to do. Okay. And with the Colts and the Chiefs, the Colts are so hot. Are, are they not the and hottest then, team? And, I know. And then Andy Reid always does something to, to F something up. You know what I mean? So I'm like, is he going to do that this year again? Like he always does? Or is he going to get past it? Well, what do you think? That's why I'm asking you. I was going to say that wasn't. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm asking you. You're giving me the breakdown. Uh, well, you get. I, I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm gonna go with the Colts. Okay. I, I and I and I actually agree. I agree with you, Ori. Listen, man. I got to let you rock and roll. I got to get into some more of this. But before I do, I need to get your pick. Luigi versus listeners fantasy showdown. You know how it works. You're a pro with this. You can go anywhere you want with this, except you. What do you guys got? You guys need a running back, wide receiver. You can go anywhere you yeah. want, except for quarterback and running back. Anywhere like you want. Running back or receiver look like the probably the way to go at this point. What? For what? <laughs> Whatever for, that is. I just talked you up, and now you just shot me down. For the, uh, it's 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 fictional no, no, coaches. I'm saying, what, what am I? What am I picking? Oh, any any position you want, except for quarterback or wide receiver, and it's fictional coaches. Fictional coaches. Yeah, coaches in movies and TV. Any coach? Any doesn't coach. Matter, doesn't matter. Does, doesn't matter the sport. What team or what sport? It doesn't matter what sport. It's just got to be a fictional one. That's it. Uh, fictional sport coach. Give me a sec. Give me a sec. My man is over here Googling. Sorry, nah, just... I'm not Googling. Okay. Scratching the... Scratching the gold teeth. No problem. I'll just wait on. We'll wait on you. <laughs> Tonight's Jeopardy round is brought to you by Valtrex. Make sure to keep it clean. Keep it real. All right. This is all I got. How about uh, Al Bundy's high school coach? No, come on, man. How many damn movies have you seen? How many sports movies have you seen, Jorge? Come on, give me something. What's a coach, though. What's one of your favorite sport movies? I mean, like basketball. Yeah, basketball's good, too. Basketball's good, too. Uh, I can't. I can't come with one that's good, man. I. Ah, I, I, uh, oh, come on, man. I'm trying, like, all you gotta do is pick a sports movie. What movie do you like? Give me a sport. I'm trying to help you out. Help me help you. What's what? What's a sport movie that you like? I like Above the Rim. Okay. You want to go Birdie? <laughs> you want to go Birdie as the coach? Ah, but Birdie got all cut up. All right, so Birdie's no. All right, so Birdie's no good. Okay, what other basketball movie you like? Nah. 
Ah, you know what? Uh, what's the what's the one with uh that Denzel is in there with his? Uh, he already oh, went. Uh, talking about talking uh, about the, remember he, the, he got game. Uh, I think he's talking. talking about remember the Titans. No, no, no. Oh, the no. basketball. He got game. He got uh, game. You want to talk about Jesus Shuttleworth's dad? He got who's, game. The, who's the coach, though? Yes, yes. Do you remember the coach's name? He was no. That he he's he was. Well, this, I guess he was. Yeah. He no, was the coach. I'm about his dad. Yeah, his his, his dad, dad would have been the coach. I got you. All right, so you're taking Mr. Yeah. Shuttlesworth. <laughs> All right. We'll All right, Jose. Well, that was that was that was that was good. It was, it was like pulling teeth, <laughs> but we got one. All right. So I'll be in touch with you soon, brother. Take care. Enjoy the games, and we'll uh, we'll be getting together really really soon in the. Uh, in the uh, yeah, in the place that we call Moonshine here. Yes, we will. All right, pal. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, as soon as the girl, as soon as the girls are done with cheer, uh, I'll be heading down there because shit's very busy right now. I hear you. All right, brother. I'll talk to you soon. All right. All right. Great now, speaking of cheer, last night we weren't here. Because there was a private party. Now, I couldn't give out the information of what party was going on over here. But the Eagles cheerleaders had their Christmas party here last night. You want to talk about white girl wasted. All right? The thong song was playing at optimum levels. All right? It was getting crazy and it was getting crunk. They were having a lot of fun getting drunk. They were so wasted they didn't realize Christmas was two weeks ago, right? Well, they got a few days off. Remember. They had playoffs, Remember? But now they don't have to, they don't have to travel. Off. They don't have to travel right now. Now, it's my pick. Did you find out what that guy's name is, by the way? No, I just called him Mr. Shuttlesworth. I'll All right. It up, though. I'm taking my next pick. We'll go wide receiver. This guy is the only guy who was able to get Clifford Franklin to be able to hang on to the ball. I'm taking Willie McGinty, Coach McGinty, from the Washington Sentinels, and the replacements. I'm also waiting for Vasu to call in so I can get my wine. We got Dr. Catfish Charlie supposed to be calling in with the Tuesday 10. I'm waiting on him too. And while we do that, we're going to take a short commercial break. Just a little, just a, just a small little intermission. We use the bathroom, refill up some of the club soda. And uh, Carl's going to get some more of his picks ready to go. We're going to give you people a chance to get your, refre- your refreshments all replenished. We're going to give Christian a chance to stop looking at his cell phone for 30 seconds. And then we're going to bring it right back here. We're going to finish up the game. I'm going to make my picks. And hopefully Charlie will call in with, with, his, with his Tuesday, soon to be Wednesday, 10. And Vasu will call in so I can get my grapes and I can get paid. Stick around. We'll be right back. Funkin' Fantasy. Till showtime. Why not add to your enjoyment with a delicious confection and drink at our attractive refreshment stand? Back, relax, 
Get ready for hour number two. Well, hour like number 40 minutes. Oh, we got breaking news. We got breaking news on the coach in front already? Hold on a second. We got we to... Hold on, Fat Joe. Take it easy. Where's breaking news at? Adam Gase. He's gone from Miami. We all know that. <laughs> okay? But he goes to a division rival and has just signed as the new head coach of your New York Metropolitan Football Jets. You know what we say for the guys who just got a new, you know, for people who got hired. Hey, man, you got a job. Way to go, Adam Gase, all right? Apparently, uh, there's no fear they're going in the same division. Um, Gase takes over a Todd Bowles Jets team who two years prior looked like they were starting to ascend into a very good football team but then turned into an absolute shit show. He leaves Ryan Tannehill and inherits Sam Darnold and company. Uh, they're a team who's completely just, I guess, their offense is totally out of whack. Defense should be good, though. Um, and I get just confirmation here from Catfish Charlie said he can call in now. We're waiting for him to call. I can't really text while I'm doing a show, but, again, we wear many hats here. You do. I don't on this program. Carl, let's get back down to the game real quick. 619 619-924-9874. 924-9874. I want heavy phones in this last hour. I want, to, I want the listeners to make the picks. That's the most important thing, okay? In fact, you know what? I'm going to bring Joe Quill up. I'm going to bring Quills up. Quills going to make a pick. He's been chomping at the bit, all right, to get in here. Let me turn his microphone on. Yeah, turn that on. All right. <laughs> all right, Joe. Your pick. All right. I'm going to go with defense here. All right. Go against your pick there of, uh, of uh, Patrick O'Hanlon. It's O'Hulahan. Uh, O'Hulahan. I'm, tr- I'm trying to read it upside down. Oh, you okay. can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. That's yeah. right. All right. Mercies for the week. Go with Crease from the Sensei from the Karate Kid. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's where you went you said it with well, a straight it's a face. Defense. It's a defense, so, you know. You said it with a straight face. You're hoping your defense gets you 8 to 10 points on a good week, you know. You can't touch my defense. Agreed. I, I, that was my first choice, but you know what? All you right, know. you want to go with when Crease. The go off the board, what do you do? I, I, li- I like Crease. I thought they are going to go with the Quicksilver method, all right? Man can't see. Man can't fight. All right, Crease is good. I got Miyagi, though. Miyagi's nimble, man. I'm going to destroy that defense, but the pick has been made. And now I got to make my pick. I'm taking a spitfire of a guy. He doesn't even really want to be there. But when he got there, he was able to turn things around. You're going to go, the, oh, man, that was my next pick. At tight end. Writing it down. At tight end. Now, he's got a guy on the other line for some white walls right now. But I'm taking Lou Brown. Oh, wait, you didn't go my pick. I didn't go with your pick. I'm taking Lou Brown from Major League. All right? Yeah. But now I'm going to take the other t- – I'm going I'm to jump ahead of you. I'm going to make another pick. I'm taking a fantasy pick who was, will always be a top pick, and that's Dr. Catfish Charlie. He joins us live tonight right now. You fellas. What's up? Uh, not a much there, Chuck. So why, uh, what are you calling? You, get, you had a uh, wrestling practice tonight, right? Now you're into that Greco-Roman stuff. Yeah. No, not Greco-Roman. <laughs> that's the uh, – that's the, the naked and, and oiled version of wrestling. We don't do that. Oh, the, um, the one we do uh, is scholastic, also known as collegiate wrestling in the United States. And uh, we, um, it, it's a little different. You, get, you keep your clothes. You wear clothes. Yeah, I got you. It. 
basically. How's the mighty Kurt Angle doing these days? Now, listen, yeah. Chuck, you got the uh, Chuck's calling mm-hmm. in with the Tuesday 10. It's a little off. It's a little off the wall tonight, man. We got a lot of crazy moving parts on this program, and it's kind of off the chain. But we're we're bringing it in the best we can and trying to hold it together. So Charlie comes calls in. Mm-hmm. Carl, I don't know if you're aware of this, but he calls in every single every single Tuesday. Sometimes Wednesday, sometimes Thursday, whenever the show, you know, dictates it. And he gives us a Tuesday ten. It's ten random questions that comes up through the course of his day. He asks him, he asks them to us. We answer them with the best of our knowledge. We have no idea what they are. They're not predetermined. I have no idea what these questions are. He just asks, and we do the best we can with them. All right. So without further ado, Chuck, question number one, take it away. All right, number one, what does a double doink mean to you? What does a double doink mean to me? Yeah, if I said that was a double doink, not uh, before Collingsworth used it as his phrase, what did the word doink mean to you? Two chips at the same time, man. That's exactly what it would mean to me. I mean, that's what I would think. <laughs> What else could it possibly mean? I don't know where I'm at. With I don't know. That, you know, it would be, you know, the, the doink, the, the wrestler. I mean, everyone well, yeah, does that. piggyback on the wrestling, yeah. Doink the clown. I think it's a little played out. That's just me. Uh, I, I know I'm not fun at parties. All right? I know I'm one of these guys where just like, you know, it doesn't have to be like Lenny with the rabbits, okay, where you freaking suffocated to death inside of 30 seconds of it happening. Welcome to social media. How about you, Carl? You double yeah, doink I guy? Mean, uh, no, I, I haven't said it once. All right. Chuck? I hate, I do, it, it hasn't stopped on social media and everything. It can't stop, The NFL stop. Network seems to want to, they, they keep putting it to my phone every five minutes. I oh. got an alert just 20 minutes ago about the double doink, and I'm sitting there like, Jesus, man, let it, like, let it die. It's <laughs> like, I, already, I'm sick There's of insanity it. in the control room tonight. Exactly. Chuck? Next question. All right, number two. What's the best game ending play, uh, playoff game ending play you have ever seen? The best playoff ending, not Super Bowl. Not Super Bowl. Playoff game ending. I mean, you, you got to do the drive, right? I mean, you got to do Elway's drive in the AFC Championship game, right? Yeah. Well, that wasn't a game-winning play. Well, I mean, the play was... No, it's got to be the play, right? So, you know, as much as I hate to say, that freaking... That field goal that just happened was crazy. I mean, it was a crazy... It was a crazy play. Um, Non-super... How about Ghost in the Post, man? Yeah, yeah. Vikings last year. Yeah, that's a great one right there. Stephon Diggs? Yeah, that's a great one. Oh, yeah. Forgot yeah, about that one. I will go with that one. Yeah, I'll go Stephon Diggs. Joe, you had, did you have one or was that the one? I was thinking Super Bowl. Yeah, you were thinking Super Bowl. It's hard because the Super Bowl is the most memorable game. You forget about some of the playoff games that, that happened in between. But you're right. That's Stephon Diggs. That was a good call by you, Christian. That's Stephon Diggs uh, play in the, uh, the, Super, in the Metrodome to knock out the Saints, who could have very well come here and laid a beat down on us. We don't know that. But Nick Foles, baby. He would have beat anybody. He beat anybody. Like now, Nick Foles is the only man who beat Carson Wentz. I'm just saying, man. You want to get down to brass tacks? Think about this. Carson Wentz never beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Nick Foles undefeated against him. Okay? <laughs> Carson Wentz, playoff record. Nothing. Nick Foles, perfect. Just throwing it out there. Okay? How many, how many Super Bowl records does Carson Wentz hold? Big I'll give you all day. 
The answer is zero. Zero. I'm all I'm saying. He didn't even care to carry out his jersey if you remember last year. Leave that bum. I should have left that bum on crutches in the freaking in, in the Mall of America where I found him on day one of Radio Row. Marquise Johnson, <laughs> Music City Miracle. You're right. Oh, that was yeah, see that's that's another great one. That's a fantastic one right there. With a Philly guy, Frank Wycheck. Yep, with Frank Wycheck. Still was a it was a forward pass. I'm sorry. I think it was too, it was but it was still, pass. but it was still a great play. All right. Next question. All right, number three. Who should be looked at for an NFL coaching job that won't get one this year? Luigi Curto. No, 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 no. I mean, who the hell's ever ready to be an NFL coach anyway? Um, if you can't stay in the heat, get out of the Freddy Kitchens, you know? Let's see here. Um, oh, wait, let me give you a late one on this. Thank you. Let's Thank do you. Um, God, man. Who should be one? I, I, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't know. There's... To me, I'm sick and tired of the same, like, you know, re- just recirculated crap. You know who probably should get one, but he won't? is probably Mike McCarthy. McCarthy should yeah. be a head coach somewhere, but he probably is yeah. not going to get a head coaching job. No. Him and DeFilippo is my other one, man. Well, McCarthy was rumored to the Jets before DeFilippo. they signed Gase. Uh, Jets just hired somebody. Right, but McCarthy was a big rumor all day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. would have been smart of them, man. Meanwhile. All right, ready for number four? Oh, yeah. Who, got, who just got an NFL coaching job this year who shouldn't even have been looked at? Marvin Lewis get rehired again. <laughs> no, but there's another one. Uh, Bruce Arians? Nah, Chip Kelly Jr. just got a job tonight, man. Where did, where did he get a job at? My opinion. Adam, Adam Gase. Oh, Adam Gase. Yeah. Well, that yeah. just happened now. Yeah. We just broke that. Yeah. See what happens when, you, when you're not listening to the damn program, Charlie? You throw everything off the goddamn rails. I know, man. My bad. My bad. Well, it is. I mean, it's nobody <laughs> else's fault. <sighs> Next question. All right. I, I don't like your sports questions anymore, Charles. What, what style of combat is the best to defend yourself going through life? <laughs> This, qu- this question came to you today. Oh, man. We- okay, okay. R- one more time for the people in the back. What was that again? What type of style? What style of, what type of combat, meaning karate, jiu-jitsu, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, wrestling, is the best to defend yourself going throughout life? Um... Well, it's 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 an old method. It's 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 been around for centuries, and it's it's still talked about in small circles. I mean, a lot of, a lot of people are. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, the thing is, it's not even taught anymore. You just you, you kind of like you're you're born with it, and then you find other people that have it in your circle, and then you know you guys kind of just like you grow within yourself in this kind of a practice, and it's bitch back off me. And what it does is, <laughs> is once any, any, anyone approaches you, they, they just 
they back the fuck off you. This <laughs> is what it is, okay? But it's bitch back off me. And like I said, it's, it's, it can't ever make a comeback because it's not really talked about too much. And I shouldn't even be saying anything about it, but I can because no one can question me about it because what are they going to do? What about you, Chuck? Get off I think wrestling, man. I mean, I, I teach you. I uh, coach you. And uh, personally, it's bailed me out of so many situations where I should have gotten my ass kicked. And I didn't because I knew how to wrestle. Like, quite literally, has saved my life. Good. You know? Yeah. What about you, Carl? Well, well it wouldn't be wrestling. Um, man, I have no idea. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm just kidding. Uh, like, I mean, I am like a trained mixed martial artist in look, boxing. Look, I mean, I can't fight. That's, that's the diff- last thing I'm going to do is start grappling with a guy. You know, I'm, I'm throwing a punch. I'm tackling him. That's about it. I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's a, it's a, you know, it's an interesting question. Well, Carl, you were there. You witnessed. You witnessed the craziness that is me. I've seen it a time or two. You've seen it. You've seen me fight a freaking <laughs> softball team by myself. Oh, boy. Jesus, Luigi. Uh, did it not happen? Yeah, there were guys getting thrown all over the place. Did it not happen? That was, that was the great... It was a cra- uh, so this, we were at... I can't say where we were at, because I don't want to give away all this, the, the, the information and try to like, get cops going there against stuff like that, because people still play softball there. We were there. Some guy came out, and he, he flashed a knife in someone's car, and there happened to be a small child in that car, and that small child happened to be the grandson of someone I very care about very much in this world. And uh, I'm out in center field which is a rarity, because what the hell am I doing out in center field anyway? You know what I mean? Get behind the plate, kid! So anyway, um, all of a sudden I hear a little bit of a, a ruckus happening towards home plate. I come diving in, and next thing you know, there's someone throws a punch. So I throw a punch. One person goes down. Another person comes over, throws a punch. He misses. I throw a punch. They go down. Next thing you know, I'm in the middle of the street with two guys. They both go down. And I'm squared up with somebody who's, who's saying, someone here's got to give me a fair one. I said... Sure, I'll do it. No problem. He got out, took his, got, got in the middle of the street, took his shirt off. I took my shirt off, and, and the words I, I quote were, fuck. That was it. Then the cops come, and there's four bodies laying next to me on the street, and they go, what's going on here? I'm like, these are the assholes you need. We got another inning to play. So, yeah, that's basically that's what Bitch Back Off Me was ha- helped right. me do. That's I, what I was, was. going to say, what style was that? Yeah. Was that Bitch Back Off Me? <laughs> Again, people thought this was a rumor, but it really happened. Nice. Yep. So remember, kids, take your pre-workout each and every day and make sure you continuously take it every four hours so you're ready when shit goes down. Cocaine is a Yeah, man. I haven't seen a waitress. Who's a famous leech <laughs> Who is a famous leech whose existence drives you insane? Oh, that would be my brother, Mario Curto. <laughs> easy. That's an easy one. Dad, no problem. I haven't seen Dime One back for I, I mean, you want to talk about retributions. I'm owed. I am owed. Meanwhile, this kid's got the house in Abington. He's a, he's a freaking he's a foreman for, uh, for this union contracted company in New York. Makes like $51 an hour, this kid. Yeah, let do the math, okay? And I'm sitting here struggling, sipping club soda, humping over a freaking uh, a hot mic, slaving over a hot microphone each and every week for little to no money. I'm working security for the museum, guarding shit that I could never afford and can't even spell. 
Charles, put your seatbelt on, safety first. And meanwhile, he's asking me, where's his Christmas present? And this is, and every time, every time, I, you know, every single time I hear his name mentioned, this is the only thing I can say. Ah, you motherfucker. <laughs> but he's my brother and I love him. Player won my ass. <laughs> you got anything else to add to the program, Chuck? What about you? What's your biggest leech? Um... I would say uh, his name is Fred X, and I'm tired of watching him around my football team. And I honestly, I would try to fight him if I saw him. In oh, practice. wait, if you're talking about, I'm talking about Mike Trout's the biggest you. leech in the freaking league. Are you kidding me? No, dude. I'm sorry. No, there's no bigger of a professional leech than Freddie Mitchell. Mike Trout caught honestly, more dude. footballs this the year than Alshon Jeffrey did. My town. He caught a football in a meaningless game. That ended up being meaning nothing because we didn't win the Super Bowl. Freddie Mitchell is the biggest leech in the history of Philadelphia, and I wish he would just go away. Well, that the Sixers let him ring the bell recently drives me insane. Well, he's actually going to be on the program tomorrow, Chuck. Is he really? No, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> I wouldn't pick up the oh, phone. My God, I wouldn't pick up the phone. <laughs> I was going to tweet, Tony, dude. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nah, but I'll, I'll probably see him at the Super Bowl Le- Legion of somebody guy. else because that's what he'll be doing. That's what he does. That's, it, seriously, I've always said that before. People are like, oh, we're going to have Fred X on. I'm like, for what? I'm like, he's irrelevant. Who cares? What else is he supposed to do? Well, I mean, l- listen. This is just who he is. I, I, he can aside open from like tax evasion. I mean, yeah, he can open another barbecue joint if he wants. Just, but this know. guy still gets endorsements. He still gets paid $5,000 to do this, $5,000 oh. to do that. I mean, I know I'm just hating and all, but. Screw his hands. <laughs> All right. Question. You ready? Please. Do you pick pennies up that are with the tails face up? Do I pick pennies up with just the tail that's up? Hell yeah, man. Straight cash. Homie. Yeah, when it's, it's when free the money. Face up. It's free money. Yeah, because if you pick up, you don't think that's bad luck. No, you just found money. How's it bad luck? First of all, when's the last time you picked up a penny on heads and something good happened? How about trying changing this shit around? You know how many times I picked up a penny on heads and was like, pick up, you know, find a penny, pick it up, and all day you'll have good luck? Nothing good ever happened. Anything. So what do you do? You change it up a little bit. Start picking up pennies that are on the flip side. Pick up pennies that are sideways. I don't know, take pennies that don't even belong to you from the tray, from the cripple kids, from all the other stuff. Just take pennies, keep picking up pennies. Sooner or later, the odds gotta start to kick in. You found money. How can it be bad luck? It's a numbers game, you know? I mean, Jesus Christ. I, mean, what, I don't disagree, man. <sighs> take it easy. All right, all right. You're getting a heart attack. You're getting them all worked up here. I'm gonna get boils out of my neck like Carson Wentz. I'd be sweating too if my job was, uh, you know, basically. On the fence, you know what I'm saying? I think he'll be okay. Yes, do the deal! <laughs> Go ahead, Chuck. Next question. That was a good question. Next question. All right. What actor do you always think is dead but is actually still alive? What actor? Anthony Hopkins. Eh, that's a good one. That's mine, too, man. 
Anthony Hopkins. I he was dead. Oh, by the way, I saw something today, right? So Samuel L. Jackson is like the $13 billion man. Like his movies have grossed $13 billion. He's been in so many movies. Here's the deal. The reason why is because he's been in everything that's ever been made since they started creating film. Okay? There was a big thing a few yeah. years ago of that there's not enough black actors in Hollywood. No, it's not that there's a shortage of black actors. There's a shortage of roles because Samuel L. Jackson takes them all up. Let somebody else make money, Sam. Let somebody. Samuel L. Jackson's held more black people back in Hollywood than anyone else in the history of Hollywood. Let somebody else work, Sam. Jesus Christ, man. Somebody else could have somebody else could have could have could have played a role in coming to America and said, who's this asshole? Right? Someone else could have played Stacks in, in Goodfellas. Someone else could have played anything anywhere else. You could have just gave it to anyone. Instead, Samuel L. Jackson, I'll read for it. Sure, I'll take it. What about these Monday to Friday snakes on this Monday to Friday plane? That too. Do you know what I'm talking about? Snakes I do know what you're talking about. The hell of a code that's, there. That's but I think the TV edit. Out. They say Monday to Friday instead of mother. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else, Chuck? I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm trying to effort our other. Oh, wait. I got, a, I got the other guy up now. Sorry. Uh, anyway, go ahead, Chuck. All right. Do you take it out on people who take up two spaces in a parking lot? No. No, because you're taking up your time. You're just sitting there taking up time. You're wasting time. Because listen, they take up two spaces, right? And. You got to wait for that person to come out. Now, you're not exactly going to be dealing with a level-headed human being. They're already an ignorant asshole for taking up two places, right? But you're doing nothing more but wasting your time and your life when you could be parking and just moving on with it. But I'm not against, I'm not against kicking out the back windshield. I'm totally for that. <laughs> what about you, Carl? Are you a road rage? You know, not typically, but... You know, I, I spoke about this earlier. Parking here today, there's a guy down the street in a, in a late model uh, white sedan, mm -hmm. and this guy's taking up a spot in a half. And I wanted to get in his car, just you know, maybe Do something bash bad. a couple windshield, a couple right. windows, and just throw that thing in, in neutral and push it back a little bit. But I restrained, you know. I didn't do it. Well, that's a good job out of you. But you got to remember, though. You're I might to, still do it, though. You're trying to park in South Philadelphia. Charles, can you roll your window up or, like, get off the back of that motorcycle you're on? What the hell are you doing out there, dude? He's motorboating. Oh, it's my Chevy like. Spark, man. You don't like my electric engine? <laughs> you shouldn't hear that thing. It, 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 I, I don't, you get, you get a, a more aggressive sound from a baseball car in the back of a freaking bike tire. You're a grown man yeah, driving a Chevy Spark. Too, I'm driving a Mini Cooper, but, you know, what's the difference? I can't judge. Next question. No, you're, you're not the one to throw the first stone. All right, you ready? Last one. Thank God. What do you think of guys who wear tap-out gear? <laughs> what, what's so funny, Luigi? People that wear tap-out gear. Why are you wearing tap-out gear? I know. What are you doing? I know, You're not man. tapping anybody out. You're walking the mall. You're going to the store. You're at Wawa. You're getting your car washed. Am I supposed to not approach you because you're going to make me tap out? I don't get I it. I know, man. I don't get it either. I, don't, I, I remember I seen this one guy in the gym. To make you look tough? I seen a one guy in the gym one time. He had one of those Nike shirts on. It said, it said punish me. I walked up and said, God's done enough. <laughs> I said, God's done enough. All right? Oh, man. 
Charlie, there you have it. That's a Tuesday 10 with Dr. Catfish, Charlie. Make sure you follow him on Twitter. Tuesday 10. Make sure you follow him at uh, at Dr. Catfish, Charlie, on Twitter. You can answer these questions later on tonight yourself if you so choose choose to do so. Charles, before you leave, and before I get to my man out there, Cali, I got to get your pick. Mm -hmm. Ouija versus the listeners, fictional coaches. Yep. You can take a wide receiver. Yeah, you're looking wide receiver. Wide receiver, tight end, kicker. That's what's available. Where are you going, Chuck? I'm taking my wide receiver, man. This dude is fast. He is real fast. He's also trained in the art of ninjutsu. I'm taking Master Splinter at wide receiver. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, you know who I'm talking about or not? Yeah, I know you're talking. It doesn't really move the needle for me. I mean, but... You're taking Master Splinter. Dude, Master Splinter is one of the greatest coaches of all time. Yeah, according to you. All right, Chuck. Listen, thanks for calling in, buddy. You You be careful and, uh, you know, make sure not to fall in a pothole in that Chevy Spark of yours. All right, pal? Yeah, I won't. All All right, right, Chuck. Take care, pal. Jesus, man. Master Splinter. I think he might have a broken electric car. You're not supposed to hear that engine. I don't know, man. Maybe the batteries are running out. Who knows? So he took Master Splinter. I'm going to take my kicker. Now, the reason why is because he kicked a lot of stuff in his movie. And he got a hold of a basketball, and he kicked it about 75 rows up in the rafters. I'm taking Pete Bell from Blue Chips as my kicker. All right? Pete Bell from Blue Chips. So speaking, of, speaking of Blue Chips, let's go with my man Vasu out there in uh, California. Vasu? Luigi. What says you? How are you, man? I'm doing wonderful, my friend. How are you? What? I'm uh, I'm doing fine, you know. Three days a week from uh, yeah. I was born in Chicago, so I guess I'm calling to give my penance, to give my penance and my congratulations to the city of Philadelphia and to and to your podcast. So here I am. Well, the hell with Fire them. Away. I just want my wine, Basu. <laughs> I don't care about the people of Philadelphia. They don't you, care about you me. You did your penance on Sunday, <laughs> all right? You can, you can give me your penance in the form of peanut. Your penance right? is coming in a bottle of red wine. Your penance is coming in a bottle of red wine at some point as soon as I know. Where to send it to? I'll get and then I guess I'll have to send a bottle to Tony too. I'll but, get you uh, the address. The hell here, Tony, he's not there, so I'll just send it to you. Yeah, Tony will be uh, will be live tomorrow. Now, now Vasu is a, uh, a a a Bears fan. Okay, he's a Bears fan, and uh, I got I got to ask now, what was your feeling at the end of that game watching that happen? Now you knew you knew they were going to ice park you with the first timeout, right, Vasu? I mean, we all knew that. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But. Given, Peterson's M.O. Right, but given Parkey's, you know, sketchy history this year with field goals, how confident, yeah. after, after he drilled the first one straight down the middle, how confident were you right. in the making the second kick? Well, when you ice a kicker, sometimes, a, sometimes it's a 50-50 proposition. Unfortunately, they get a better pass rush when there was no timeout than they did with a timeout. So <laughs> I guess that's the way to answer it, but that. Uh, let me ask, did he miss that many field goals when he was with Philadelphia? I don't remember. Yeah, <laughs> he missed a lot. <laughs> he missed a lot of did field goals. Did he really? Yeah, okay, he missed, all right. Then, okay, then that's, a, why that, that's why he's not with Philadelphia anymore. They weren't. They weren't no, I mean. What? I, he got hurt, actually. Yeah. Cody Park, yeah. he was hurt. And he wasn't exactly okay. having a stellar year or anything like that, but he, got, he was hurt. And that's what allowed Jake Elliott to come okay. in. And then, obviously, you know, he got a hold of the job right. and never gave it up. And he's a great, and he's a great kicker, and they have a good shot against New Orleans. I think they have a good shot against New Orleans. You know, a lot I of really people do. Say, a lot Even points spread wise, I, have, I think they have a good shot against them. I like them with the points. I'll make my pick soon, yeah. but I, I like them with the points. But I, I'm not. I don't think I'm ready to go there just yet. Taking them outright to win that. Not game. yet. Because it's I got, Wednesday. 
I listen. I, I took the Saints and the Chargers in the Super Bowl for, for Super Bowl Fifty Three, and yeah, the Saints are uh, they're they're just another just a whole other animal. They really are. I love the Chargers. I think the Char- I think the Chargers are unbelievable. I think I think they're the way they've gone on the road and won in different cities this year. Yep. I mean, I've seen them a couple times. I've seen them four or five times on on TV and and once live. They just They've got receivers. They're, they're no, they're they're not really any name receivers. But Philip Rivers just ha- has a knack for finding them, and that little push throw that he has, his arm's a lot better than people think, and he just finds receivers that that somehow they get open, and then you got Antonio Gates running a running by the sundial, and he still finds his way open, and and ends up ends up catching the ball for like 22 yards. So who knows what's going to happen? But I give them a very good shot in New England this weekend, even though they've never beaten New England, but. Uh, I think that this could be the year where this could be the year where the New England defense has not been sound at all, and they could they could go in and they could go in and win. I don't know what the weather forecast is, but they they're nine and zero outside of California, so I guess I guess we'll see what happens from that standpoint. But uh, going back to our game, the one I lost a bottle of wine to uh, to uh, certain Philadelphia people. And paying my penance there. Yeah, I know, I know. It's gonna taste we'll sugar. talk about what type of wine after. We'll talk about what type of wine after. But uh, they had so many chances to score. I'm talking about the Bears. They had so many chances to score. They just, their, their red zone offense was not very good. They, they, they could have scored touchdowns, uh, or they had a chance to score touchdowns. But defense showed up for Philadelphia, and, and, and good for them. Cody Parkey did make three field goals to begin with, and, and that's the reason that they were there. But... And I guess all the highlights and everything that I saw, the ball did get hit on the second attempt. So, still, should have been made. Not blaming him. Bears number one defense didn't put any pressure on Foles in the last three minutes, and he just he just tore that defense apart in the last three minutes. And and the number one defense gave up a fourth down touchdown, which never happens. But unfortunately, in the first round of a of a of a wild card weekend, they did. And here I am talking to you, paying penance. Well, let's not forget about the fact of Trey Burton also being a late scratch. That was yeah. huge. Yeah, no, that was true. That was huge. I also found it very— Yeah, but I thought Shaheen, but I thought Shaheen, played, I thought Shaheen played pretty well. And I thought—I think the Eagles' defense did really, really, really well in terms of shutting Tariq Cohen down. I mean, that's an all-pro yeah. guy. See, that's the other—that was, that other was my than the thing. Kickoff, other than the kickoff at the, at the last part of the game, uh, I thought they did a really good job shutting him down. Jordan, now I thought Tariq Cohen— that's it again, but I, I just got a feeling that they, they just threw the uh, he, he was he was able to complete passes and throws that I'd never seen him make until this game this last weekend. Yeah, I just again and I I didn't I didn't understand how they weren't just trying to force the ball down Tariq Cohen's throat every chance they had because you get him in space. Or Jordan Howard. And Jordan, Jordan Howard, Howard, too. They just the yeah, Again, the Eagles, the Eagles came up, and, and they shut down. You know, they, they, the past several yeah. weeks, I mean, think about this. They shut down Houston's running attack. They shut down, they shut down Todd Gurley for the most part. I mean, he didn't kill them. Right. And now they go in there, and you have the, and you have the, right. the Bears with Cohen and Howard, and they did nothing. Nothing. Right. So, so I, I, I. Well, I was a little surprised the Bears. I was a little surprised the Bears didn't didn't put more of a pass rush on Foles late in the game. I know you don't want to give up anything on the back end with receivers going down the side, and I know Jeffrey had a big game. Yes, he did toward the end of the game. But if you if you just if you just watch, they just did not have any pressure, and I was I was a little surprised that they didn't blitz a little bit more. I was surprised that they didn't that they didn't uh, that Mac didn't have more of an impact on the game 
than he did considering, considering what they got him for to get past his first round. Uh, honestly, Luigi, I, I didn't know how good a team they were going to be. Didn't know how good Trubisky was going to be. The fact that they were one game away from getting a bye yeah. in the playoffs uh, makes me happy. And the fact that they've got this defense locked up for a few more years, I think, I think they're going to be a factor in the NFC for a while. So I'm not unhappy, but, boy, I hate to, you hate to lose a game like that. As a fan, but also probably as a team, you hate to lose a game like that the way it ended and the way they had the lead and the way they came back. And, and hopefully Trubisky learns from it, and hopefully the defense, I think, will get better with another year of experience. I'd be very interested to see who their new defensive coordinator in is because I think I think I read where Fangio just took the Denver job. He did. Correct. Yep, he did. Happened right. Happened back okay. maybe six o'clock in the. Uh, yeah, Eastern I knew time. him at Stanford. I live in California. I live in Northern California, and I know I, I know the Stanford people very well, and I know how much he's respected up here between Stanford and the 49ers. And it's just uh, uh, it's too bad that he's leaving. I understand that that that's the way it goes, but uh, I'll be very interested to see if they promote somebody that has the same philosophy or. Or if they, uh, or if they, uh, or if they go outside looking for another defensive coordinator. Look at me sounding all sensible after a tough loss. I know, man. I'm sitting. I'm, I'm letting you talk. I can't believe what's happening right here because you know you should be over here. Well, uh, you know what? I'm kind of. People don't realize I may. I, I, I might be more of a media pro than even people give me credit for. <laughs> I know it's funny. Like you know, I, I do the same thing. They, I, I start talking and get into a certain subject, and I go on about something. And they go, yeah. I, I didn't even know you had that in you. I'm like, well, you let me speak, and then that don't happen. You know what I mean? I actually can sound some sort, some sort of a, a, a bit yeah. educated and not just yeah. talk out of my ass when it comes down to uh, laying down stats and things like that. Carl? That's true. That's true. Yes. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I, just, I just talk about what I watch. That's right. And if I know anything about the subject, then you just, you just go with it, and, and hopefully you're talking to somebody that knows less than you, and then you look a lot more smarter. A lot, more, a lot less dumber. Now, Basu, now being out, yeah, the, being, that's probably true too. Being out there in the in the, in the, uh, in, the in the Cali area, what's the uh, now? What's the temperature yeah. out there as far as the um, uh, as far as the Rams fans are going? Are they worried at all about this Dallas this Dallas team coming in? I think they are. I'm in Northern California. I have a friend. I have a really good friend here who's a big Rams fan, and uh, we were just talking about it before I called you. And he was like, he was like, and again, the early points for it is seven. And so he was talking about, boy, Dallas looked really good on Saturday. I was a little surprised that Seattle couldn't run the ball better on them, but Dallas' defense showed up. And uh, uh, I'm going to send you a text of this video of this guy that had a big bet on, uh, uh, big bet on Dallas, and he was just all he was he was going off the handle when they went for the two point conversion. It just blew everybody's mind. I was in a place near my house, and all these people were screaming at Pete Carroll because they went for two because Janikowski uh, was injured right. and kicked the field goal, but. I, 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 I digress, but uh, the Rams, I, the defense the last five weeks for the Rams has been a little shaky. I, I, I'm not a big fan of Marcus Peters. I was a little surprised that they traded for him. I, uh, I have an argument with Larry Kruger, who works on the radio station here out here on the uh, 49er station, mm-hmm. and he, he, loves, he loves Marcus Peters, and I'm just like, he's not that good. Well, again, and he goes, what do you know? And I, I know enough to know he's not that good. Exactly. You know, and and I was saying earlier in the program, we were we were talking about this Dallas uh, Rams matchup a little bit, uh, that the Rams come in twenty third against the run. The Cowboys gonna have right. no problem right. moving that ball on the ground, no problem whatsoever. Maybe, Cowboys, maybe, maybe. No, I don't, we'll th- see I don't you know what, think they, they will. They do. Yeah, well, they, they don't defensively. They don't defend the pass. Very you want to well. go double or nothing? Has five wide. If they can't run the ball, they'll go five wide. 
You want to go double or nothing? With points or without points? I'll do it. No, 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 not, no, no, not, I'll, I'll do this. I'll, I'll say, I'll say Zeke rushes right. for more yards than Todd Gurley does. You'll say Zeke rushes for more yards than Todd Gurley. Yep. All right. Well, I'm on the air, so I'll say yes because now everybody heard it. Okay. Uh, you didn't have to take the bet. You could have just because right. I mean, by the time I see oh, you no, come, no, 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 I'm not. By the no, time no, no, I no. see I'm you a, come Super Bowl, I'm, you may I'm, owe I'm me a, a vineyard. I'm a, I'm a competitor. <laughs> I, I'm I, a competitor. No, no, I you're no. You, I'm a you said the, I, I will. I will almost. You said I mean, degenerate wrong. If you told me I was. If you told me I wasn't going to win the Powerball tonight, I'll bet you that I would. That's the kind of how Listen, I am. You're talking to a guy that'll bet on rabbits if you can get them organized. All right, I'm, I'm just saying that. <laughs> I, I'm, 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 right, right. So there you have it. There you have it. I'll get you another bottle of wine. I don't a, mind getting you. I don't mind getting you two bottles of wine. I, I, have, I have a good wine guy out here. Well. He's, uh, in Napa, I, I can get you two bottles. You may be buying me a county. little a little slither of land and, out there in, in Napa pretty soon with all the all the bets you're going to be losing to me here, pal. <laughs> I might as well just fly you out. It'll be cheaper. It's, it is easier that way. You know what I'm saying? But Vasu, listen, man, it's great <laughs> well, talking we'll to you. Figure that out there. Yeah, definitely. Hey, I'll you're look. always welcome. You're, you guys are always welcome out in Napa. We'll go see. Uh, we'll go see. Uh, we'll go see uh, Tony's friend Julio out here, and we'll uh, we'll all go have some fun in Napa. But you're always welcome. You and Tony and Rob, Tony and Robin already they've been out in California for years. But uh, you guys are always welcome. You'd be my guest, and we'll uh, we'll figure something out. Well, but I'll definitely take that bet. So you said. So our bet is that you say Elliot that Zeke, Zeke will have more yards. We'll have more Gurley. rushing. We'll have more rushing yards. More rushing yards than okay. Ty Gurley. All right, you're on. Okay, you're All on. All right, sounds good. All right, Vasu, I will All talk right. to you later, my friend. Hey, it's good to talk to you, buddy. Oh wait, Vasu, listen, I got I got to get a pick real quick for you. Yeah, one more. You got to make a pick for the for the listeners. All right, so we do this Luigi versus the listeners fantasy showdown every week. We build a fantasy football team okay. based on like you know just different categories, and this week okay. it's fictional. It's fictional coaches. Because of all the coaching okay. changes. So this is let me give you let me tell you how it works. So the, you build a fantasy football team. We do a quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, tight end, flex, defense, kicker. Right. I play fantasy football. All right, good. You. So you know what's going on. So right now, the listeners team, the coach is Herman okay. Boone from Remember the Titans. The running back okay. is Tony D'Amato from Any Given Sunday. Okay. The running back is Gordon Bombay from the Mighty Ducks. Two wide receivers. They have Jimmy, Doug, Jimmy Dugan from A League of Their Own and Master Splinter from the okay. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He's, he's technically a coach. Oh, God. Now you're making me think. Yeah, no, I know. I know who everybody is. The flex is Jake. thinking about all those guys right now. Right. The flex is Jake, Jake Shuttlesworth from uh, He Got Game, who was uh, yeah. Ray Allen's dad. Yeah. Uh, their defense is Crease mm-hmm. from the Karate Kid. Sweep the leg. Uh. Very nice. Now here's Very my nice. list. Here's my list. This is where it's, it, you might start to cry because okay. it's, it's pretty bad because the, the listeners have no okay. chance. My my quarterback is Coach Norman Dale. My running back okay. is Mr. Miyagi. My wide receiver okay. is Jimmy is uh, Jimmy McGinty from the Replacements. My tight end is Lou Brown from Major okay. League. My defense is Patches O'Houlihan from Dodgeball, and my kicker is Pete Bell from Blue Chips. Okay. So now, wait, I'm missing a pick. Yeah, I, I yeah. realized that earlier because like you it. went to us twice to start. Okay. And then so I got to make, I'm going to make a pick, and then, and then Vasu's going to make a pick real right. quick, too. All right. So I, I'm going to take okay. a, um, I guess I'm going to go running back. Take my other running back slot. I got to get my paperwork over here. Okay. Hold on. Sorry about that. I am going to take, where the hell is it? So I got all this paperwork over here, Vasu. You know how it is, man. I do. I'm taking. 
<sighs> what position are you looking for? I'm taking Danny O'Shea. Oh, good pick. From the Little Giants at running back. Very nice. Danny O'Shea. Very nice. O'Shea okay. Chevrolet, baby. Okay. All right, now it's your pick. Who am I picking? So Any position? Or you I you need a cap? tight end and a kicker. Tight end or kicker, Vasu. I'm gonna take the uh, I'm gonna take the uh, English kid. I forgot the guy's name from uh, from uh, uh, the replacements. He's wiry. He doesn't have any muscle, no, but he's no. wiry. Oh, you're talking. You're, you're, he's talking about the kicker. Talking about yeah. the leg, yeah. right? But, but the but you get you gotta take you gotta take. Oh, I, I already took Will McGinty. I took him right, as the, the, coach. the coach. He's the coach. Okay. All right. You gotta take so only, a coach, only a coach. Only a coach. Oh, anybody. Any I can coach. Pick anybody. Any I can coach. Pick anybody coach. Any coach. Yeah. Yes. Any coach? Okay, well, I'm such a big baseball guy. I haven't played baseball, so I'm like, I'm gonna go with, uh, I'm gonna go with Major League. I like Lou Brown. I took Already Lou gone. Brown. Already gone. You guys are killing me here. You're All killing right, me. Think of this there. All right, hold on here. Let's go. Let's go. Let me think of a coach from a movie here. My Bucks picks one of the movie here. I can't think of one right now. I'm drinking your bottle of wine, actually, right now, Luigi. So that's all right. That's just, why I can't as think long as it's not my bottle. Well, it's actually still your bottle until Zeke has more rushing yards than uh, Todd Gurley does. Until Zeke has more rushing yards, and, yeah. then, and then we'll have two bottles. Put it this way. What, what are some, what's, your favorite, what's your favorite sports movie? What are some of your favorite sports movies? My favorite sports? Oh, oh okay. I want Robert Wool. I want Robert Wool, the pitching coach from uh, Bull Durham. Uh, there you go. Okay, so there you go. There's a good pick. All right. There you go. All right. That's thank you, Vasu. In, in that movie. All right, buddy. You bet, Luigi. Talk to you soon. Take care, bud. Adios, buddy. The great Vasu out there in California. Northern California, that is. It's easier when people pay attention. All right. So what do I got left, Carl? I got... You got a wide receiver or flex? Now, I'm thinking I was going to go Chubbs from Happy Gilmore, but he's got no hand. He's missing fingers. So it makes no sense. But it's all in the hips. It, it is all in the hips, baby. He's a running back, though. You know, he only needs one hand. It's all in hips. I'm going to go. All right, now I need my wide receiver. Again, I I like a uh, wide receiver's a divas. Flash, right? Very, very persuasive kind of a guy. Can fool you. Trick you out of your pants. I'm taking fast Eddie Felsen from The Color of Money. Hustle some yards for me. Carl's going to make the last pick for the listeners, and uh, I'll make my last pick, and then we're going to make our NFL picks, and then we're going to get the hell out of here. You know, I'm really glad you didn't take my guy here. That's um, what she said. Well, kind of. All right. So I'm going to go. I have to go tight ends, the last pick we have here. And I'm really surprised you didn't take him because we kind of talked about it earlier. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Jackie Moon. Jackie Moon, baby. And semi-pro. I'm just gonna roam. I'm just gonna go rover. I'm all just gonna go rover. All, the time. all right. My last pick. I'm gonna go flex. There's a lot of ways you could do this. I mean, you can go Nate Scarborough from the longest yard, but you know, the fix is in, right? I could have went Mickey from Rocky, yeah. but I'm not gonna do it. That's what I was thinking, a kicker. Maybe Buttermaker from the Bears, from the Bad News Bears. That's a good one, right? Brickma from Rookie of the Year. Jimmy Dolan from the air up there. 
Jimmy Dolan, that was his name. Somebody mentioned Jimmy that. Jimmy Dolan from right. the air up there. Um, it's Larry Hockett, by the way, uh, the Bull Durham coach. Larry, Larry Hockett. Hockett, yeah. I just wrote down what he said. It's okay. I don't even know what he said. Chester Lee from Ladybugs. We all love Rodney Dangerfield. But I'm going to go... I'm going to go with the flex because she was flexible. Do I want to go chick? I mean, girl. can't say chick. Well, you just did. So. I know, but yeah. you're not supposed to. I didn't mean anything by it, so take it easy. Me too movement. <laughs> Where the hell is it? I'm taking Molly McGrath from Wildcats. Goldie Hawn as the coach. That's who I'm taking. There you have it. So let me give the picks one more time. And then we're going to segue the hell out of here. The listeners, quarterback, Herman Boone from Remember the Titans. The running back, Tony D'Amato from Any Given Sunday. The running backs are Gordon Bombay from the Mighty Ducks and Jimmy, du- Jimmy Dugan from A League of Their Own. Wide receivers are Master Splinter, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Jackie Moon from Semi-Pro. Their flex is, Jesus, is Jake Shuttlesworth from He Got Game. Defense is Crease from Karate Kid. And their kicker is Larry Dockett from Bull Durham. Luigi, who is I. Quarterback. Norman Dale from Hoosiers. The running back is Mr. Miyagi and Danny O'Shea from Little Giants. I took the wide receivers are Jimmy McGinty from The Replacements and Fast Eddie Felson from Color of Money. Tight end is Lou Brown from Major League. My flex is Molly McGrath from Wildcats. Defense is Patches O'Luhan from Dodgeball. And the kicker is Pete Bell from Blue Chips. But that was the fantasy part of the program, Carl. Now it's time to get down to the reality. To the stone cold... PVC pipe locks. Last week I went 2 1 and 1 because of the uh, push out there in Seattle and Dallas. This week, I'm going 4 0, baby. I'm going 4 0. And I'm doing it by taking some dogs. Indianapolis going into Kansas City, getting five and a half. It started at four and a half, it's up to five and a half. It might be six come game time. I'm taking the Indianapolis Colts. With the six, five and a half, depending on where you get it. Don't be surprised if they win the game outright, because I think they will. But I'm taking them with the points. And I'm going to shift gears. Take the family trucks. They're up west. We're going to L.A. Where the Dallas Cowboys are a seven-point underdog on the road against the Los Angeles Rams. And the Dallas stinking freaking Cowboys will not only go to L.A. and cover the seven. They are going to go into L.A. and win the game outright against the Los Angeles Rams. I want to tell you, we did it our way, baby. We did it. We did it. We did it. Upset of the century right here, guys. Dallas Cowboys will host the NFC Championship game because I've switched my mind. Because the Philadelphia Eagles are going to go to New Orleans with Nick Foles and force Howie Roseman to trade Carson Wentz from the Philadelphia Eagles and beat the New Orleans Saints. They're an eight-point underdog. I'm taking them outright in the dome, and they're going to win this game 31-30 to in a slugfest in another double-doink victory. I'm just talking at my ass right now, but I'm taking the Eagles to win this game. And then my other pick, the Los Angeles Chargers. Getting four points against the New England Patriots in Foxborough. Phillip Rivers 0-6. 
when it comes to Tom Brady, but he's 8-0 when it comes to making babies, and he's going to make one out of Tom Brady this week, and he, I'm taking the Los Angeles Chargers to beat Tom Brady in Foxborough. I won't give you a score, but you don't need the points. Take the Chargers. Joe Quillen, you got something to say? What is it? Um, Philip Rivers, he's never lost a Sunday 1 o'clock playoff game. While wearing teal socks when the sun is 30 degrees west. What's that? While thinking about what kid number, t- kid number 10's name is going to be, even though he hasn't created right. it yet. Now, we got feedback of the people that on, on some of the people on social media about some of the picks I just made. You have smoked yourself retarded. Carl, do you agree or disagree with those picks? I'm not going to lie to you. I kind of like your team a little better than the listeners' team. I'm talking about reality. Oh, reality. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about the teams. My right. apologies. Um, I got Philly plus the points. Uh, okay. Hoping, hoping for a win, but I, I got him with the points. I got Dallas plus the points, but I think the Rams are going to win. Okay. I got Kansas City plus the points. You mean minus uh, the points? Minus the points. So you like, you like them to take care of business against anybody? I think it's going to be close, but I think they win by a touchdown. All right. Um, and I got L.A. again. I got the Chargers taking down New England because Tom Brady's looked a little bit shaky. More. Uh, I mean, more. Right. I don't want to say shaky because, look, he still puts up, what, 4,200 yards. Exactly. All those touchdowns. And 30 touchdowns. You know. I just feel like San Diego is the best all-around team in the league. Well, they're, be long, they're in L.A. L.A. Right there you go. It's all right. It's all right. It took I me a long time to get it right, too. Joe Quillen, do you agree, disagree? Um, I agree on everything, and I'll make, I'll make a bold prediction here. Okay. The winner of the New Orleans Eagles game goes to the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. So it is a bold prediction. It's a hot take right there. And weather will not pay an issue, will not play an issue in this weekend's Eagles-Saints uh, divisional round championship game. <sighs> Forget about uh, virtual insanity. This program was virtually insane tonight. I want to thank all of you for joining all of us here at Moonshine, 1825 East Moyne, Menton Avenue. Thank Carl for coming down here on short notice and uh, flying the dumpster with me. Joe Quillen for coming in and making his contributions. Oh, Kristen Austin for coming over here and just not doing anything, really, just kind of hanging out. But uh, he helped fill the place out. And I hope, filled, hope we filled your night with entertainment, with uh, alacrity, intensity, and a lot of pauses in between while people are trying to figure out what players to pick because no one will listen to the goddamn game. <sighs> Make sure you bring it back tomorrow night for the Tony Bruno Show Extravaganza live at 7 p.m. I may or may not be there, though, on time. I'm going to look at an apartment tomorrow. Yeah, I got to get the hell out. That's the problem. Man. I, gotta, I need space to room. I'm a peacock. Man. I got to start to fly. I found a couch today. We found a Christian. Uh, Christian go that side, right? There's a couple that lives next door. Uh, Joe and Charlie, they live next door. When you got two people named Joe and Charlie and they're throwing out furniture, go get the furniture, okay? Because the furniture is fantastic. It's like this nice, like, old-school Victorian couch. And it's like one of those, like, you know, paint me like one of your French girls' jack couches. And I'm going to put it up in the windowsill. Christian's going to come over. I'm going to have an easel out there set up, and he's, that's where he's going to do his magic. That's where he's going to get down to the business and make sure that uh, all the girls are portrayed beautiful. And then we're going to hang them up. Tastefully done, though. Tastefully, sure. Very tastefully. Very tastefully done, just like this program. And just like all of you out there. Thank you for joining us. Make sure you're following uh, Carl Miranda at K Miranda. I don't even know what it is, honestly. Don't follow Carl. Don't follow me. Joe Quinn, what the hell's your Twitter handle? Guy 73 Okay, whatever that means. Make sure you're following <laughs> Dr. Catfish Charlie. Christian doesn't have a Twitter account. At what? At Bearded and Weirded. Holy cow. Make sure you're following the show at Funkin' Fantasy. And uh, make sure you're following the, uh, the maestro here at Luigi Curto 22 uh, In the meantime, I'm Luigi Curto reminding you it's not a fantasy if you believe it's real.
Good night, everybody. analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Kuhn, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today.